Welcome to uh, the new episode of the Scott Steiner Mathcast. Um, we had a little week off because it was my turn to do a bit of the illnesses. Um, it wasn't the Rona. I thought it was, I'll be honest. I went and did a test. I felt violated. Didn't like it. Uh, <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm, I'm better now. I will say it's going to be interesting talking about all this shit we've got lined up to talk about because some of it I watched whilst... Not really knowing what was going on. <laughs> there's there's definite parts of Castle Attack that I'm just like, wait, did that happen or did I just fucking dream it? So we'll wait and see what happens when we start chatting about it. Um, More like a nightmare. But yeah, absolute fucking nightmare. Uh, also, I've got to say as well, uh, I'm on a couple of the less higher percentage beers this week. Because last week on my playlist, I got really excited that everyone was watching my my matches, and I got fucking drunk. Um, and <laughs> listening back, well, first of all, being told whilst it was being edited by Cole that I'm a fucking arsehole, and then listening back and being like, oh no, I'm a fucking arsehole, mate, beautiful. Probably I... the episode I'm going to steer everyone to and go, go listen to that one, because it's, so it's fucking pandemonium and me just screaming at people it's it's my favorite one <laughs> it's gotta be it's gotta be none of you get to talk i just scream about AEW and barbed wire matches what's great about that is you're going to do that some more today well well like i say uh i'm still in recovery from my little illness i've got a couple of low percentage beers um and i've learnt my lesson he says before we launch into it. Um, but yeah, fuck it. Uh, let's go straight into it, right? Is that what you want to do, boys? Go straight into what we've been watching for the past well, couple of weeks now, I would have thought. Yeah. 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 Um, right then, first on my little, and I called it a chat list. Ooh. Feels like loose women or something. Feels like it's 12 o'clock in the, the afternoon and we're all on the loose women panel. Um... So first up, thanks for no, thanks for fucking not selling that at all. <laughs> well, I was just thinking we're not, we're be- we're actually better behaved than them lot. They say some weird things for that early in the morning. Yeah, well, to be fair, should I channel my inner Jordan and just fucking get really fucking weird with it? Um, so first it's, up on it's the chat worrying list. that you've got an inner Jordan. Firstly, hey, hey, we've all got an inner Jordan. Now behave. Yeah. Seen a doctor uh, about that. <laughs> <laughs> right first on the list uh straight to new japan because that's what we do um and i think the furthest we go back is kenta and moxley it happened on uh new japan strong uh straight off the bat i'm gonna come out and say it not the result i expected what are you boys saying yeah same pretty surprised by the uh, result on that one uh it's actually quite exciting that it ended with moxley winning because yeah. it confirms that he's got more of a future with New Japan, so we might be seeing him back in a future G1 or at another Wrestle Kingdom event. 
Yeah, I agree. Also, but the potential of the US Championship being used on an AEW pay per view or Dynamite. Yes. Um, that's how I kind of read it. So I did expect Kenneth to win. I wanted him to win because he's my boy. But I do like what this sort of opens up. He, on the AEW before, he's explaining the death match and how the, the what do you call it, the barbed wire exploding Mitch match. Exploding barbed wire match, and he, I, I invented it. Sorry, Anita. He was talking as if it was going like you know, he was obviously building it up as how dangerous it will be. But he's saying, look, if it is my last match, I'm happy with everything. I, I want to go out this way, etc. That to me sounds like a, a character in a low point. So I'm thinking, well, it probably, even though New Japan obviously book however they want to book an AEW book however they want to book. It sounded to me as if he he was like, right, well, I'm going to lose on Friday. And then I imagine through shenanigans, lose, I'm getting ahead of myself, rev- revolution, and then chase up to some sort of... He can start chasing again from the from rock bottom, from hard times as a wrestler. And then, he, does, then he won. Does go. <laughs> no, and then he won, yeah. so it doesn't matter. <laughs> that theory went out the but window. It, it, does, it does feel... And may, maybe we're just going to do it and somehow meld this. Um... But it does sort of feel that he's got that championship now. Um, I think, even though this is slated for later, uh, the explosion match, I still think Omega's going to win. So then maybe this is where there's the opportunity where he then does defend it, uh, the US championship in in both companies, and does bring it in a bit more to AEW. Um, because he's got a reason to then. Like, he's, it's not, he's lost and... Someone like Mox, I think, would take that on the chin if he, you know, loses a fucking FMW style explosion match. He's going to be like, all right, fair enough. I can't chase that title anymore. Sorry, I do disagree there because he said he would that chase. Was a sharp intake of breath. Because I'm thinking he needs an excuse to not be around AEW. Not an excuse. Well, yeah, an excuse or a reason because he's already said he's chasing Omega down until he gets it. Right. So they now need a way to work out of that obviously that's just not how it's going to go eventually he's going to have to stop well either win it back mm. or stop but they would need but the thing does he die in the explosion for a bit yeah yeah but but from what you're saying to, because they're working so tightly together it's not like he can be written out and go to another territory it isn't like he can lose this this explosion match and then turn up to new japan and everyone goes oh yeah he's fine and then I, the I, AEW fans are like oh he's dead I think I think that's I think that's how they're going to try and do it. It's going to be like, no, no, I'm Death Rider. He might even turn up in a mask. Fucking hell! <laughs> uh, what would his mask be? It will be a bit like a Liger mask, but the horns are upside down. Right, I'm imagining. Do you remember that really shit PS One game, Grim Fandango? Um, <laughs> it's like a big. Day of the Dead uh, skull mask. Barish, come on. You're the same age as me. You've got to remember it. Uh, yeah. Right? Yeah, I can't remember the character, but I do remember the game. Right. Well, hopefully someone fucking got that. If not, I'm just... Maybe I am still ill when I'm just spouting utter fucking nonsense from the <laughs> 90s. Anyway. <laughs> um, <laughs> I've, he could, I've Googled it. He could it. be the, uh, the new captain, New Japan, if he wants. Fucking hell. <laughs> Bring that gimmick back. <laughs> 
Can't you say that you? Oh, in. Well, I'm back in already. Grim Fandango looks very like a lucha wrestler to me. Yeah, right. Yeah. Surely in Mexico, someone has has, has got that uh, attire and goes as goes as Grim Fandango. Um. Anyway, right. Last couple of comments for me on this match. Uh, I will be honest, and I said I forget. I think it was maybe you two. I forget who I said this to. This match more so than a lot of uh, American soiled matches feels like this really really missed a crowd this one desperately needed like the, the, it felt like a big new japan fight but it was really lacking because there was no crowd to even as they are at the moment in japan where it's got a bit more stamping of feet and clapping even missing out on that atmosphere i feel like it, it, it's not like i would ever say the match was rubbish because they didn't have a crowd but it, you could definitely feel it yeah it was definitely missing that i think they they kind of compensated that by making it shorter than a yeah like main event sort of match because it, it yeah, barely yeah, yeah. touched 15 odd minutes you'd expect yeah. this sort of match especially with all the hype after how how many months it would have gone for you know 30 plus minutes if it was yeah. in a yeah agreed crowd and everything yeah i imagine it's just not worth yeah doing those that last like five to ten minutes of reversals because there's no one there to go Ooh. Or clap or whatever. So, but it was weird. It was weird seeing seeing it just in that little whatever that was little warehouse garage situation. Yeah, when it's a big, big, big match. It's back. Think about it's been hyping it. It's crazy, crazy big. Um, yeah. But yeah, in in the whole, even though I would say that that was a negative, the match was still wicked. I really enjoyed it, um, and I think for what they could pull off, it did. Sp- pretty much live up to the hype because they really fucking hyped it yeah um so yeah uh that's kenta mox uh next up on the new japan schedule was castle attack this was the weekend that i uh felt like i was dying so <laughs> i watched both most of it i think i watched live i did have to go back and watch a few bits um what are you boys saying you start what you want it was all night one obviously what, what are you thinking good bad in between I mean, that was a split in quality between the two days. I will say. Oh yeah, yeah. If I if somebody asked me, oh, I want to watch uh, Castle Attack, but I can't watch all the matches. I'd save them the time and say, night one, watch Jay White versus Ishii, yeah. and then go on to night two. Because <laughs> nothing else on that card was really. What what else was night one? Was that a Khan and Tanahashi? No, that's night two. That's night two. What yeah. what was the other big singles match from night one? Uh, the 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 main event was Okada Evil. Oh Christ! Which... Even in my fucking state, I was like, "This is not doing it for me." No, I I quite liked it. Okay, you would do, Mister Contrarian. <laughs> uh, Carl, why why did you enjoy it so much? Just it's good to see. They're just two good wrestlers, aren't they? So it's nice to see them wrestle. Yeah, but you've seen it all. Like evil, right? Is this the time that I fucking go back on my word and start screaming? Evil <laughs> um, had 
And you you pulled me up on this because I said that evil hasn't ever been good, and I I did have a, a period. You love in evil. I think about 2018 where he would he got yeah. a genuine singles push. The G1 was brilliant. He was over in the Rev Pro having wicked singles matches, and he was it was like okay, this this is the next big boy, and nothing happened. Uh, and since then, Lij it, in his time of Lij he went back into the tag team with uh, with him and Sonada. Yeah, and then he did the jump to uh, Bullet Club, mm. and even after he won the double championship, it's like you still aren't, in my opinion, on par to 2018 Evil during that run, and every fucking Evil match is the same shtick. I love shenanigans because I love Bullet Club, but it's the same shit. It's like every, every New Japan belt needs a sort of. Um... Like, oh, that person had it, you know, when you're scrolling through the Wikipedia or whatever. He's that for the double championship. It, he's the forgot. He's definitely yeah. He's very much just champion. that. You go, oh, no one will remember him. Yeah, everyone's gonna be like, wait, who? <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, no, not who. Come on, it's a very important Lij member in his time. It sucks because, like you mentioned, back a couple of years ago when he was in the G1, being having matches with Omega semi-conscious I think that was the yeah. 2018 G1 like, I, yeah. I, I honestly thought as well that year end of the year he was going to get that singles push and instead totally. the spotlight went on to Sonada instead it's like, almost almost went I remember because I remember being like oh it's surprising that it's normally Sonada that gets a spotlight in the G1 this yeah. year it was evil and it, but it felt bigger than Sonada ever had it before and I was like okay yeah. they're actually doing it this is fucking awesome and he's really putting in the time effort. The matches are awesome, all, all you know, high caliber. And then, I, I don't know, I can't really remember if there was a particular thing. It just fizzled out. It wasn't like he had a really shit match or something. It just sort of went nowhere. No, it was kind of like, because he's filling a gap in like... Yeah, I think after that it kind of went downhill because New Japan relied on Sonada and Evil and G.O.D. to basically carry the uh, tag division. So uh, they yeah, couldn't yeah, really yeah, yeah. give him a singles push. I mean, that's my theory anyway. Um, yeah. Yeah, and then they just... But then, but then the, you still get the, the little flurries from where they would give the mini push to Sonado, and you'd have like, oh, do you remember him and mm. uh, Okada? They've, they've got a thing. And you'd have a, like a big match, and then he'd fuck off back to, sing, uh, back to the tag matches. Just never... Yeah, yeah. it was just a bit bleh. That was a bit of a tangent, but you know, at least he was on the card. Um, <laughs> uh, was there anything else night one? No. <laughs> Brilliant night two. Go for it. Oh, tell a lie, tell a lie. Uh, yeah. There was, there was the one gimmick match, wasn't there? It was uh, the King of Pro Wrestling, Yano versus Chase Owens in a Texas strap match. Oh yeah yeah yeah. Yes. Um, could have been a lot better. That happened. <laughs> yeah. I I was gonna say I was gonna I was waiting for this this episode for it to come up right because I <laughs> look back at that now and this is one of the things I said on the top that I think I've made up a lot. I remember it being super violent, <laughs> but I think I've recalled some old school eighties shit because even when I recall it, I'm like I'm pretty certain that wouldn't have happened in New Japan. <laughs> I promise you, it was not. <laughs> no. Oh, my mind's but, way better than fucking ghetto sometimes. 
there were a couple of points during the match where it looked like it was going to be a, a proper strap match. Yeah. But then when one mm-hmm. of the stipulations was, oh, you, the winner is whoever takes off the last corner pad, you know it's like gone out of the window. It's just going to be a comedy Jesus. match. Yeah, okay, okay. Which sucks because I, I don't know if you remember, was it? I'm sure it was one of the Wrestle Kingdoms that Suzuki and Yano had a strap match. And that, I remember, mm. recall that being really like good. It was still yeah. a comedy match, but it was still, it was really good. It's just, we've said it before and we've gone into depth about it. Just please take that title off, Yano. Just take it off it's, him for a bit. It's not even that. Just have interesting stipulations. Yeah. Like yeah, the, agree. I just the, think what, whilst Yano's got it, they they weigh too heavily with like, oh, Yano's a funny man, so we'll push that. And it's like, yeah, that's great. And we love him for it, but he can go. So he can have funny matches and have a sick match as well. But Yeah. So yeah, I like to you know it's good that I filled in the gaps and made that match a lot better in my brain. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, night two. Um, I remember a little bit more about that. What are you saying about that? Tanahashi defeating Great Khan. I've got a hot take for uh, for uh, in a bit. Yeah, I'll save it. Okay. Well, Tanahashi's obviously great. Okan isn't, so it was just. Nice, straightforward Tanner win. Lovely. <laughs> Barish, anything to add? What, in that, that match in particular? <laughs> yeah. Was that the highlight of night two? No. 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 Found, found it dull. Like, great Okan seems like he's got the potential to be good. But he's just stuck in a really crappy gimmick. The match itself was average. Wasn't a never match at all. No, no, no. And no, no. But we've said this before as well. Tanahashi isn't going to bring, isn't going to give us no. what we deem as never matches. Yeah, yeah. Ne- neither of the the participants in that match uh, should be holding or participating in never matches. They're, you know. Intercontinental, no, nah, not the Great Okan. What am I talking about? Not anymore, but yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. Take the belt off of him. We'll get, we'll get to that. We'll get to that as well. <laughs> oh, but maybe it's good that Tanner has the Never Belt, and now we can expect different types of matches from that belt instead of this fixed idea of what we're going to see every time we see a Never match. But when you say different, do you mean every match is different, or do you just mean we're going to get Tanahashi matches for the Never Belt? I mean that one. Yeah, well, that's what we'll get, but I don't want that. No one wants that. <laughs> Plus, I want Never matches. I want the uh, hard-hitting, yeah. strong-style matches. Exactly. Give the belt back exactly. to someone like Suzuki. Easy, boy. Ichi, he's another Who's, guy. At the moment, like Suzuki and and the whole of Suzuki, because they haven't got much uh, going on in storyline, they're just fucking opening tag matches with the young boys. Yeah, that's something I'd never thought I would see Suzuki Minoru Suzuki or Suzuki Gun doing. So it's just like, oh fucking, put them into a storyline quick, please. Yeah, what are you? T- I don't want to see that. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Suzuki Yuya is surely going to be the headlining match when they return to the Tokyo Dome. 
Is that what you're saying? Is that what you're going for? You're yeah. going to put some money on this, yeah? Yeah. Okay. Yuya Yamura. So Suzuki essentially is the is the new Liger. He's just the old boy that's putting over the young uh, the young lions. He doesn't have to be. He can come back and do stuff. But it's a good yeah, spot for like him. Like Tanner. Beating Tanner for the never. That's what he can do. He can do that as well. But say, yeah, that can come later on. Maybe that is the kind of thing that could happen. In when when crowds are back properly and whatnot. Surely Tanner should be the one putting over young boys at this stage yes. in his career. Yes. <laughs> he's he's got his knees are gone now. Well Can't do like his one decent move anymore, surely. Maybe that's why they gave him the never title. They just thought he could slug it out and then they were like, Oh, actually you can't slug it out. You do need to do the old jumpy jumpy air guitar. So any any other comments on? Oh, sorry, go. You got you got some Tanner comments. No, I don't have any. I was going to say Tanner wasn't the be all and end all of Castle Attack Night Two. That's just where I wanted to start. No, no, obviously there was also the sixty minute minute limit. Wow, those words don't sound right together. Sixty limit. (laughs) Sixty minute limit, but that's that sounds like a nineties dance duo. You know, like two unlimited. Sounds like a 60 minute limit. Is there a side band? Is how it's written on the. I pulled the card up on New Japan's website. Dangerous, yeah. Yeah, I should have gone to Wiki. Anyway, the three way Bushi, Despi. Oh, <laughs> Fanti. That, that I do remember. Uh, I'm going to. Belligerently speak over you both, uh, like I always do. That that currently is my match of the year. Mm-hmm. Um, absolutely loved it. Well, no, I take that back. Um, keep cutting, <laughs> keep cutting. <laughs> <laughs> that, that currently is uh, it definitely in my top five. Um, absolutely phenomenal match. Absolutely amazing. Yeah, really good. Bushi didn't get pinned, so he's that's a mega push for him. He's having unbelievable. The best, he's having the best year he's had since I started watching. Anyway, <laughs> yeah, I bet he was surprised as well. He's not taking a pin. <laughs> I didn't know. It was, it was like, wait, what? What do I do now? Do I go up the the winners ramp? It's like there was like no, no. <laughs> no. I think he probably ran in the ring like right. I'm ready to take the pin. Oh, it's finished. <laughs> They're cleaning. <laughs> the music's going. We're watching ads. We don't even know he's there, looking silly. But um, yeah, fucking what a phenomenal match. And as always, LP with the absolute bants, um, ripping the mask off, doing the cradle pile driver onto the ramp, and then just flaunting about in Despy's ripped mask. Loved it. What's Despi's deal with the mask then? Because we've seen his face about two yeah, weeks ago. Two weeks. But th- that's the whole. Lo- I think that, that was the whole storyline with him. He was so enraged and desperate to go old school and beat Hiromu that he didn't care about it. But he's a masked wrestler, so he's yeah. going to keep uh, keep masked. I don't think they subscribe <laughs> to the same rules as uh, the luchadors of Mexico. Yeah, you've you've tried to explain it to me. I'm still not understanding what's just happened. You yeah, t- I've said a bunch of words. Yeah. I've uh, finished, and I've said I've said enough, and <laughs> yeah. now I've stopped. No, 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 that's not the bit that's baffled me. Even though that is something else, he 
he's taken the mask off. We've seen him, so it doesn't matter. You can right. put he can put it back on for his own enjoyment. For it's his garb. Oh, I, I don't I don't need to know about that. I do not need to know about <laughs> that, that mask. <laughs> oh, that's not what I meant. Funnily enough. <laughs> <laughs> So you can keep it on because he's like, this is what I wear when I wrestle. But when it gets ripped off, the response should just be, eh. Yeah, but, he was but acting like he was Kane. He's not an ugly man. <laughs> Do you know what? I don't have a comeback. I was about to say something. I was like, no, you, no. you are spouting logic. It's yeah, just... It's just that we've seen the fact. It's just re- really odd and logic. I don't, I don't ever want to say this because... Uh, I try not to subscribe to it, but it's wrestling, dude. <laughs> You've just got to go with it. Oh, fantastic! <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> <laughs> we get we get three of these a season. Um, I don't know how long the season lasts. We haven't decided that, but we get three of these a season. I've used one, um, <laughs> so you guys can use yours <laughs> when you need to. We should have a rule then. Yeah, right. We get one each, but you can't. You can't. Yeah, we get one each. All right. I'll and then, and then yeah, fuck, and, yeah you use yours, they reset. I'm going to save mine for when someone stupid wins the G1. Nah, but... Alright, okay. Because I'm, da- I'm always down for a stupid person winning the G1. Always down. Nah. Or, no, I'm, I'm going to have to... It's going to be AEW shenanigans at some point where I'll have, where I'll have to defend. Oh. But, the, <laughs> but you don't need... You, with when, AEW, you don't need to say that. Everyone knows... Oh, it's just wrestling. When Shaq's the champ. <laughs> Mate, I swear to fuck, man. If he can take that, a table like that, give him the belt. Give him the belt. <laughs> Put it on him. Right. Castle attack. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Desperately that, won, and it was really This good. is what happens now. You're bringing it round. I love it. Um, uh, was there a semi-main? Or was it straight into the main after that? It was straight into the, the main, wasn't it? This was a they semi-main. They were, though. Yeah, yeah that, that was a semi-main. Oh, yeah, yeah. Junior heavyweight. So, so uh, main event was the uh, current match in the beautiful rivalry um, that is Naito Ibushi for the IC belt because, obviously, Ibushi beat Naito and so he wasn't going to challenge for both but he was going to challenge for the belt that he has most connection to the one he fucking hates slash loves um, yeah it, to you two what do you think what do you think of this match just another wicked chapter in the uh, Protect Your Neck series of matches that they've had <laughs> it was a lot calmer though it was still them two going at it but it was a lot calmer yeah. it was a lot less because I, um, over the last couple of days, to separate, I was saying to you boys before we start recording, I've got to do stuff in between doing things because my brain doesn't work. Um, so I was going backwards in their rivalry. So I kind of was going tracing it back and I got to the couple of G1 matches where they were just going on night one of, what was it, 2017, 18? Mm. Where they were just like, no, 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 someone is going to be fucking paralysed. That was the height of their I fucking love to hate you. <laughs> and it it definitely wasn't that era of match. It was um it was still breakneck and it's still absolutely brilliant. Yeah. Um I loved it. Yeah, it was fucking awesome. And I would say, and I think this is one of Carl's points he said to me, it definitely to me it challenges the Wrestle Kingdom match they had. 
I much it was preferred it. very different, it. but very good. I'd, I'd almost agree with you, I think. I much preferred it, but then they, that's because there was a lot of long stretches of time of Naito beating Ibushi up, which I'd love to see. Love to so, see it. Love um, to see it. Apparently, uh, until he gets injured. But we'll get to that. Yeah, he's, he already <laughs> is. <laughs> it's not... Not until um, he's already knackered. But yeah, match is brilliant. Match is awesome. I think. Did you think Naito was going to win? Yes. Uh, no. Great. So <laughs> uh, it brings it brings about it brings about the fact that um, we can sort of briefly talk about the whole. Unification of the titles. Um, I'm going to launch into a, a toned down rant um, <laughs> because I've learnt my lesson. But <laughs> uh, I do, I've, I need to have a pop about it. It's just the bottom line is right that I know everything's come out of Abushi's match, Abushi's uh, match, Abushi's mouth, and he said that he wants to unify the titles. He wants to have the best and the strongest and make the the world heavyweight t- uh, championship. But and I see a lot of people online being like, um, oh, well, you know, he's just basically hating on him for destroying the lineage of these two belts. Bottom line is. This is New Japan booking that has caused this unification and that wants the unification. They want a world part title because they're of the global expansion. It's not Abushi that's gone. <laughs> Do you know what I really want after going through two, three years of absolute breakneck wrestling? I really want the two titles to be won. Like, he's selling it like he wants it because he's a wrestler and that's what he's paid to do. But it's not his fucking decision. Stop hating on Ibushi. Stop hating <laughs> on the fact that, that... You can hate on Ibushi for other reasons, but don't hate right. on him because you think that um, he's decided to, to cancel the, the IC and the IWGP belt. He hasn't. It's stupid. It's a stupid argument. It's ghetto booking. It's the board. Uh, it's New Japan that have decided it, not him. Bush, rant over. I'm right. not going to start this rant again. You've just made a very <laughs> good point there. What is actually happening is it's the excuse. Yeah, to... but I need to say one more thing. <laughs> <Stop>. <laughs> it's the excuse people are giving, including myself, for not liking Ibushi. Because it's New Japan have been smart here and given us a reason to hate him. You know the real reason we hate him. We've put on weight over lockdown. <laughs> I, no, seriously. I, <laughs> Stop there. Stop there. I hate Ibushi because I put on weight. But, I mean, but essentially, it is. We put on weight over lockdown. My job's insecure. This guy who looks statuesque. The Roman statues where they've had to pretend that's how they look is how he actually looks. He carries around with him two large gold belts. I'm on furlough. <laughs> The guy has spare gold. <laughs> He's calling himself a wrestling god. These are the most godless times we've ever seen. He's not the guy that we're going to back. Obviously, I'm a fan of Naito, and he would have been a great... Oh, oh really? <laughs> I, 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 couldn't, I couldn't pick up on that. And so he would have been a good 
um, sort of apathetic anti-hero for times like these. Ibushi's not the guy, so he was never going to have a good year in terms of fan backing because we're not interested in seeing. A you're god. not interested. Huh? You're interested you're because not interested. you're interested because you're a fan. But I mean, for the general person, not I don't speak for everybody, but for the reasons I've just said, we're not. That uh, sounds like you're trying to. <laughs> for the reasons you I've just keep said, saying we. <laughs> I know that I am of the belief that the fans that you see on the internet that are moaning about Ibushi are going to regardless because we don't like him. <laughs> no, next no, year I, I, I don't. Just on. to tack on, next year I'd love him when I can go and see my friends and family and I'm having a good time and I want a bit of inspiration to live my best life. He's well, that guy. Be fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but you'll be fine because he'll still have the the one singular belt by then. So then you can just get jump back on board like you are you're known to do. <laughs> but um, I think I think a lot of people will. I think this time next year, Ibushi, good times. Right now, no chance. But so my point that I, I need to, to chime in with that. I just think the internet wrestling fans. No, I I, I don't agree with you with it, but. Some of some of your points I do, but I think some of it is people genuinely believe that those post-match uh, interviews carry more clout than they actually do. The bottom line is New Japan is still a wrestling company like the WWE or AEW is. It still has people that book things. It still has people that finalizes things. It still has people that puts plans in place and writes uh, arcs or storylines, whatever you want to call it. So those post-match, yeah, they wrestlers in New Japan have a lot more clout, um, but they don't have this be all end all clout where they can, after a, an hour long grueling match, go back, go to the the post match, demand some mad thing, and everyone goes, well, that's a thing now, and it's just that that mentality <laughs> that, yeah, I did what I said I wasn't going to do, I just went straight back onto my soapbox. <laughs> anyway. Um, are you excited about seeing the new belt design? Uh, the IWGP belt is my favourite belt of all time. Um, I am very intrigued to see the new design. I'm gonna. I honestly hope they just tack on a, a world belt uh, plate on the same <laughs> belt. I really hope they just do that. But. Um, I really and I, I'm interested to see what they do, but I really hope it's almost identical because I fucking love that design. What do you boys say? Yeah, as long as it doesn't end up looking like a, uh, it's got ball bearings and swings around and stuff like certain other belts. <gasps> oh, be or, that, or that or that weird so that weird good. half half egg belt that Brock had when he won it. You know the one that was like half a belt. Yeah. yeah, the bottom and it was small and looked. Yeah, yeah. Oh, dude, that was weird. Yeah, mate, could you imagine if they did do a spinner though? Oh, you stuck that in my head now. <laughs> <laughs> just a Bushy's face, just going. <laughs> just him doing moon salts <laughs> with fireworks coming out of yeah. his eyeballs. It'd be brilliant. Oh, uh, yeah, salt. <laughs> now I'm salt. Now we want a spinner. It's, All right, it's just a, it's just the Catherine wheel on a leather strap. <laughs> Done. Into it. Love it. Um, is that Castle Attack wrapped up? Anything else you want to say? Give Give Desperado all the belts. Oh yes, please. 
So next up uh, <laughs> on the New Japan card mm. is the uh, anniversary show. Um, so there was a uh, two New Japan Cup preliminary round matches, uh, the main event, and a bunch of tag matches that meh. Um, yeah, what are you saying? Enjoy it. Good stuff. Bad stuff. What you got? What you got to say? In the interest of fairness, we should start with match one and just congratulate Team Watto on their win against Suzuki Gun. Do you know what? I'll allow you to give him the congratulations because then this morning he got tossed around by Jeff Cobb like a fucking <laughs> ragdoll <laughs> to absolute destruction. It was so good to watch. You were like, Jeff, yes, yes, Cobb. <laughs> well, that was that then. L.O.J. The <laughs> suffering, isn't they? Oh, I wonder where you're going to bring this up. Yeah. Ooh, okay, let's do it now. Let's do it now. Well, it's just when they, they make their entrance and Bushi comes down. I'm like, oh, there, there's the guy that takes the pins. Sonada walks down in his half mask. And oh. you just think, that's that's your attempt at a personality. Brilliant. And Shingo walks out. Yay, Shingo. Yeah, Shingo's <laughs> the only one that's doing anything good. Just, yeah. yeah, just carrying Hello Chair on his back. Uh, yeah, sad to see. Oh, well, that was it. I thought you had a big old LIJ rally call to, <laughs> to give us. No, I think they would have to do a bit of a recruitment drive this year. Yeah, no one's left, dude. No one is left in that fucking faction. <laughs> Naito, which, let's jump ahead, uh, totally gets taken out by Okan in the New Japan Cup uh, after anniversary. He's out. See you later. Hiromu, which I forgot, to, we all forgot to mention, was taken out of the... Um, uh, the junior heavyweight pitcher, hence the the three way. Um, so who's left? Shingo. I mean, it's basically Shingo's group anyway. Um, <laughs> it's the only one giving big matches. What does that mean? Come on now, it's Naito's group. <laughs> or do the three of them? Do they kind of split and just join other factions? Because having it without Naito is weird. He's the Ingobernables connection. So. Uh, well, I'll say because the only one that I give a shit about is uh, well, Romy's out, so obviously I give a shit about him, but I don't need you for a little while. Is Shingo, and Shingo should have never been in Lij. Doesn't fit. Uh, yeah, he's, um. he's good there, though. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that's an asshole move. It was really creepy. It cut out of my earphones. So it yeah. got quieter and quieter. I did do the same for Whoa. you, Bash. Yeah, it was really it sounded weird. like you're at the other end of a very long tunnel. Yeah, it was <laughs> freaky. That's yeah. all right, leave that in. Yeah, really, really weird. Um, Naito, to lose to... Considering Naito was double champ a couple of months ago, this year, in fact, he loses to Great Khan, who has done... Oh, he hasn't done much, but hasn't done much because he's a newbie. There's obviously there's got to be some kind of reason. Naito surely taking some time off now to sort these injuries out properly. Yeah. Which is good. Do you but want? Yeah. To, well, I'm gonna I'm gonna quickly stop you there. Do you want to give me Barish the audience um, the actual spiel you gave me whilst watching the first night of New Japan Cup where it was Okan and Naito and the absolute just fucking endless spittle of 
vengeance that you came out with. <laughs> Can you go back to that? I need to hear that. But this was... Wasn't it during the match I sort of clocked... I didn't think... Obviously him losing no, was shock, shocking. No, it was after he lost. Oh, after. taken out. And then you then proclaimed that uh, Night is leaving New Japan... Um, that was no, before. Was, that was that was that was the last match she's going to have, and after that was the last match she's going to have for New Japan. He's done. Um, his injury's worse than we all thought. Mm. Uh, he's done with. We're never going to see him again. Uh, I can't believe that they would give. <laughs> um, he would put over Great Khan, even though yeah. old school will always put over new school. But you weren't having none of that. Um, well, yeah, but. And it's, it is different. Naito was the guy two months ago. Uh, who is Great Khan but, to be beating Naito? Come right, on, it doesn't you matter. wouldn't say you wouldn't be saying this if it was Ibushi. You've drawn me out. Right. Now. But imagine Ibushi. No, 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 no. So imagine no, it no. was Ibushi. <laughs> if Ibushi was going out because he needed to rest up injuries for weeks or months, yeah, put over whoever. You're going to come back and win the title, much like Naito is. He just needs to go out for a couple of months and and recoup his injuries. But you you just were like absolutely breaking down that you couldn't understand how wrestling worked. You couldn't understand how injuries worked. <laughs> and if it, and if he's gone, he's gone for good. <laughs> I I just I think if he comes back with these bad knees and the other year he could barely see, I don't think New Japan are now going to look at him and be like, oh yeah, we'll put a big belt on him. I think I, I, Tanahashi I think... won the belt a year ago. He's Tanahashi. He's the main. He guy. can't fucking move. He's the A. He can't he, do shit all. He brought New Japan from smaller New Japan to. It doesn't matter. In front you of look, my you look eyes. At the popularity. You look at the popularity yeah. of Naito. I don't know why you've got this thing where you think that New Japan are going to turn their back on him. I've he's probably, the most popular I've, wrestler they've got. I don't know why you're being yes. pessimistic. <laughs> because they've always had a thing against him. Oh, you know. All, all through a card, all through like a carder's reign. Oh, Naito, you can be this number two guy with the intercontinental belt. Um, yeah, which he even, should have been because the card is better. The Naito. Yeah, he's yeah. not more popular. I didn't say that, did I? I said he's better. Is it? No, I don't think he is. <laughs> <laughs> no, I know you don't. <laughs> <laughs> that's that, dude. That's not the best argument. Uh, I don't think he is. I know. I know you don't. Normally, so norm- my understanding of wrestling is when you have somebody really popular, the most popular person, that is the reason people subscribe and the, and and the biggest merch seller easily. It's not even close. The Tokyo Dome is all. It looks like we're wearing Lij uniform when it's Wrestle Kingdom time. Like it's not even close. So to have someone that popular and then have head office be like. Maybe you're the third kind of top guy. Maybe you're second sometimes. Oh, you can have a bit of a... Okay, we do the whole double belt thing, but really it's a setup for this wrestling god guy that we've been waiting to sign full-time for a while. It's all like... I don't know. It wouldn't shock me for them to just not... Like, he's the kind of person I imagine he'd be like, oh, can I re-sign my contract next year? And they just go, no. I don't know why. I don't know who he's offended, but someone somewhere doesn't like him. <laughs> whether it's Ghetto, yeah. whether it's no. Do you, do you not he... think his popularity it kind of boils down to the fact that he is he, he is and always has been a bit of the underdog character? Yeah, exactly. His popularity boils down to him just being sick. 
Joe. <laughs> <laughs> Solid argument. Yeah, he's popular because he's an amazing wrestler and but he's so line, funny. It's just great. He's still he's, he's charisma. He's, still, he's, he's better chasing the belt. He's like Barry says. He's better being the underdog, and he's better as the guy that just scraps away. And he is that anti-hero, the anti-New uh, Japan uh, style guy. Nonsense. Which, hence the reason that if he was the most popular guy with the second belt, then why would you, why would you bother putting him up as the, as the first belt? He's already like smashing records with merch and stuff. You just keep him there. You have the uh, the ability being the champion in Okada. And now Ibushi. I don't know. I think if you're going to be yeah. lucky enough to have... That's a once-in-a-lifetime talent and letting the great Okan beat him. <laughs> Once-in-a-lifetime talent. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Referee stoppage, Great Okan. The only... It would be forgivable if the Great Okan went on to win the New Japan Cup, but he's not going to. So I'm gonna I'm gonna take this opportunity now that um, we seem to be going into these weird, aggressive, hot take uh, territories. Um, Barry, you missed out on this because you didn't watch it uh, with us two. So I did say to Cole during eh, before I think it might have been. I was like, I'm not sure how I feel about Okan anymore. And then as the match went on, I was like, and I said to you, I need this match to decide how I feel. It got to the end. I think, I think I'm coming round. I don't like the entrance. I don't like the question mark gimmick. Um, some of the moves, chops, mm, that can fuck off. Um, but there's some stuff about about you- these matches that I'm, I'm, I'm. I think I'm coming round. The potential is there. I think that's, that's why. Just... Oh, oh, oh! Can we just strip down the components of a wrestler very quickly? Because no, you no, don't. I don't want to do that. I don't want to do that. You don't. Whole another podcast. <laughs> don't, we're, we're trying. Like... We're trying to keep it under two hours, and we're already at an hour. <laughs> and you want to strip down the essence of a wrestler? <laughs> because you've just said I quite like him. I don't like his entrance, his clothes, or his moves in the ring. Would you like then? No. It's karaoke. Didn't say that. that. I said, I don't like his entrance gear. What do you like? His taste in dogs. And the question mark. Right, yeah. I mean, I'm sure he's got a great taste in dogs. Don't be be that person. I think, I don't. I think he has a terrible taste in everything. I think he's a horrible human being. I can't wait for him to retire. (laughs) So that we can go back to enjoying New Japan. You have got a long fucking wait, my friend. So, um... Oh, come on, he's got to be old. Please tell me You might as well fucking... Take your night who's going to get fired card, pop it in your briefcase, and fuck off. Because wrestling's not for you. <laughs> I trust me. This this podcast will outlive me caring about wrestling. I will definitely have to be replaced. I've got about a year left. Trying my patience. This is. Do you know what? I can't fucking wait. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. What the fuck are we talking about? We're trying to keep this under two hours. What? <laughs> well, it's because you went, I like the great Okan, just don't like anything about him. You just like him because he beat Naito, and it's just annoying. Yeah, but I did. But my point being, and you can go back in the chat, I did say to you before, I think I'm coming round. You said and you did say he before. fucking destroyed him, and I obviously went, that's my boy. Right. <laughs> 
that's quite an unnecessary way to put it, but here we are. <laughs> <laughs> right. I'm trying to I'm trying to go quick because Barish's playlist is uh is a is a great thing to behold and I want to get there and I want to give it time. So um New Japan uh Cup happened the next day. Despy in action again. Oh yeah, hold on. Wait. Dude, I've lost track because we got so excited about fucking Naito. <laughs> right. Um So obviously main event of anniversary being uh Despy, we've already said a little bit about and our boy Abushi, who hardly ever gets a mention, um, in a in a champion versus champion match, um, classic anniversary style shenanigans from New Japan. Um, yeah, this match fucking blinding. Uh, to me, really quickly before I let you guys look, you look into it, this was the sort of match that that Despy being thrown into the um, the junior heavyweight picture because of the Hiromi situation. He had to smash this match out of the park. And I think he was wicked. It, I fucking loved it. It was well good. Uh, what, what, do you, what do you two boys say? Yeah. Like a proper barn burner of a match. I mean, you got mm-hmm. Ibushi being Ibushi. And you got El Desperado coming off of his massive double win. And what, in the space of a week or two, he's got two new titles. On top of that... It's not just the standard anniversary junior heavyweight match. He's even asked him to put the the titles on the line as well, which I think is probably mm-hmm. the first time they've done that. And there were points in the match where you, you thought Desperado might get the titles and beat Des, uh, beat Ibushi. Yeah. Absolute banger. It yeah. was good. That's one... I always really say with did. New Japan matches, it's uh, if I desperately want to watch it again in short succession, I'm sold. Um, but sorry, Carl, what are your opinions? I do agree with that. I want to watch it again because for the first 10 minutes, I was still fuming about the Great O'Kart. So, A lot so, longer than 10 minutes, dude. A no, lot I, <laughs> I did start enjoying the match after I literally did Yeah, mm, message Mitch and say... To say, I think this match is good, but I'm really struggling to enjoy it because I'm not in the yeah. best of moods, that, I think I said. That was pretty much verbatim. Yeah, that was it. <laughs> Generally, just the, said, I can't. sad I miss this now. I think that was the best message I've ever received from you. I loved it. Uh, I was. I was watching it and I was thinking, why am I... And then I realised I was still physically seething. Do you know what is good, though? Since what, uh, let's say 2017, you do have those your Akadas, your Naitos, your Omegas at points that you would expect to be headlining an event like this. Mm-hmm. And then you've got Hiromu, 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 and Hiromu as <laughs> the junior heavyweight that has to just carry the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Oh no, Osprey when he was when he was doing junior heavyweight stuff. To be fair, yeah. So yeah, anniversary show and having Kotoribushi El Desperado. It's good because you don't. I didn't know what that match was going to look like, at all, mm-hmm. and then it turned out to be wicked. But yeah, it was good to have something fresh, even though they have wrestled before, and obviously commentary good at reminding us <laughs> when things have happened before. <laughs> yeah. Yep. <laughs> Thank you, commentary. Yeah, the storytelling behind that match was good as well. The, yeah. the fact that they'd wrestled for the junior belt for seven, eight years before, and the scathing sort of little promo they had the night before that match, where Ibushi flat out says, 
I remember you. You sucked. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> In totally unabushy way, you're like, ooh, ooh <laughs> bitch. I love Oof. it. Mitch, I think what you need to understand is it's not an unabushy way. This is who the guy is. No, it's not. Uh, can you go back into all the matches that you've watched previously um, for for years and tell me where this has happened before? Uh, no, no. Do you know what? All right, I Shut I have a theory up. about Ibushi <laughs> that maybe he has always been he's always been smug, but people have taken it as well. He is really good, so he's, he's right. never been smug. He's, he's never always been smug. His little smile and and the golden lovers. Oh, look at us. Ooh, we're both really good at wrestling. Ooh. Wait, what? So you're smug if you're good at something? Is that what you're... I think you're getting confused about what smug means. I think he's he's good at something. I think he rubs it in everyone else's faces. And it's just... How so? It's just evil, isn't he? We'll see, we'll see. <laughs> no, e- e- evil's evil. Um... <laughs> Is he? Is he, though? If he could put some effort into that, that'd be great. <laughs> Oh shit! Right, um, is that our New Japan chat done and dusted? Yeah, it's got to be, isn't it? It's got to be. We're trying to move on. Uh, if everyone wants to know why this seems so frantic, which it might not when it's been cut up and, and made to sound beautiful by Cole, it's because we're desperately trying to keep it under fucking two hours. Um, <laughs> we're failing. Because we're desperately <laughs> failing. So we'll quickly move on to AEW. We're going to blast through this fucking good shit. There's been a load of hap- uh, stuff happening with AEW. Um, I'm just going to scream one word, and that's Giants. And you two can launch off that. Giants, <laughs> go. Shaquille O'Neal. <laughs> Poor what? Yeah, that's one. <laughs> yeah, <can we laughs> that's just... the other one. <laughs> Done. Good. And that's Good. what happened on the AEW. <laughs> <laughs> Shaq debuted as a wrestler and actually did wrestling moves and went for a table. What? Bruv, that table spot was so good. He's so tall that Cody just jumped sort of on his shoulders and then it didn't Shaq didn't even need to jump. He fell like a huge fuck off tower and just went backwards. It was so good. <laughs> it was actually the prettiest thing I've ever seen. <laughs> Yeah, he just went for a lie down mid-match. <laughs> Loved it. You could tell as well, Cody, as soon as they landed, was like, dude, you okay? You're all right. <laughs> see Shaq's like, yeah, I'm fine. I'm Shaq. The cameras caught him, didn't they? They just didn't cut away quick enough because they wanted to linger on the moment. Shaq taps mm. Cody on the back. Probably just to oh, say... Oh, okay, yeah. Probably say, get off my throat. What are you doing? Because <laughs> he was a bit high. <laughs> nah, it was probably, uh, yeah, are you all right? Yes, come on there. He seems okay. Oh, Shaq was okay, wasn't he? Because <laughs> I love AEW for stuff like this. Shaq, because they, I think they get an idea, like this is exactly how I would do it if I made a wrestling show as well. They get an idea of what would be fun and then they don't know how to get there. So yes, it's fun to have Shaq in an ambulance and then you reveal the, that he's left the ambulance. So... He's scary, he's on the loose. But how do they get there? Oh, he's in an ambulance, he's not doing well. We're just gonna get we're just gonna send someone to interview him. <laughs> Ever seen that before? 
Wait, 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 wait. Did you so, see this bit? So they're so they're meeting, their sit down meeting, their big old this is the biggest spot of the the night was yeah, Shaq's not in the ambulance and he should be. Hmm? That's not a great spot. That's amazing. <laughs> Someone being not being <laughs> where they should be. That yeah, man no, so be he's in an ambulance. Yeah, so but he's no. not in the ambulance. <laughs> The this table like, wipes him out, right? Can you get a so ring put... 98. <laughs> 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 Table's what happens. He gets put into an ambulance. Then Tony Schiavone goes to interview him in the ambulance because that's what you need when you're getting medical help. Correct. <laughs> Tony Schiavone. You've been... I mean, we all, we all know that. Yeah. When you've been hospitalised, that's what you need. <laughs> if I'm in A&E and someone doesn't come up to me with a tape recorder, I'm going to be like, whoa, 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 what's going on? <laughs> You need to interview me right now. So they go to interview Shaq, and he's not in the ambulance. Dun dun dun. Stronger than we thought, he survived the table spot. Yeah, yeah. You. It might be your explanation. But you lost me on that one. You haven't grabbed me. Well. My my only other example was when Hangman Page got beaten up by a mascot that he himself brought out. Don't know if you saw that one. When either. was that? When that was, was a that? couple of weeks oh. ago. So he's obviously got his feud at the moment with Matt Hardy. This was a couple of mm-hmm. weeks ago on Dynamite. Hangman Page brings out a mascot to celebrate. It was some kind of local sports team as well. You know how wrestling be. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Bring out a local <laughs> yeah, mascot. I do. And. Um, he says that the mascot's there to celebrate him and Matt's new contract that they've got. And then Matt goes, well, you know what you've signed. You've signed away like most of your earnings to me. Then Hangman Page mm. goes, actually, no, I haven't because I switched the contract. Blah, blah, blah. So now they have to have a big money match. Then the mascot takes off his head and it's, uh, what's his name? Messiah Cassidy. Mm. And, and he attacks Hangman Page for Matt. The problem with that being that Hangman Page brought the mascot out and it means that Matt knew about the contract switch before he should have done oh my god I can't believe I've used up my that's wrestling card fuck <laughs> <laughs> yeah I know because that I'm is a proper that's a proper that's wrestling but I'm not using mine either I'm just happily I'm happy to say that is ridiculous somebody should have thought that through <laughs> Because or just yeah, have Matt, Matt in the, or just have Matt in the ring going, haha, I knew. But it's not. The first thing he says is, "Well, you know what contract you signed." So no, it didn't. It's not what impossible the... to write around that. So what I'm saying is, AEW hire me. What was what was the mascot? Local teams, Lucky Larry. I don't know. <laughs> Lucky Larry. <laughs> Lucky Larry. Lucky Larry for the, for the Miami Leopards. I don't know. Oh, was it a leopard? No, probably not. <laughs> <laughs> I can't know. I cannot remember what this mascot looked like. I didn't think it was going to come right. up. If we were talking about mascots, we can easily move on to Paul White, Big Show. He's a mascot of humankind. Um, he was he was revealed to be. Uh, Wait, can I, I've just googled. It was a jaguar. 
Oh, of course yeah. it was. We probably could have guessed that. It was fucking... the, yeah, Jaguar's mascot. Jackson Deville. Is that his name? Yeah, because he's the Jacksonville Jaguar. Don't like it. Um, <laughs> can we move on? Can we talk about the other giant now? Can we talk about another good thing about the Shaq debut? <laughs> Go no, for one it. Talk to me. Well, it's actually also Jade Cargill's debut. Right. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So actually, what a really good way to get eyes on her because they've had like, massive mm-hmm. ratings for the go-home show and she smashed it. So that's probably, that. to be honest, Shaq stuff was good, but the real long-term positive is Jade Cargill having a good debut. Nice. Love that. Yeah, sorry, the big show. <laughs> oh, shit, okay. <laughs> Aggressive segue, liked it. Um, yeah, so um, Paul White, big show, no more BS. Um, numerous things we can say about that shirt. May or may not come up. Let's see how the conversation goes. <laughs> um, so yeah, fucking Paul White's uh, been signed. That's, first of all, crazy. He's been uh, signed as a commentator for the, I guess, the Dark spin-off show. Um, and he's going to do some other stuff as well. But then also he's, he's been signed to wrestle. Yes. Um has yeah, he now? Yes, okay. yes okay. he has. And so yeah. has Shaq. No, yeah, we spoke about him, but we've moved on. It's the other giant no, no, we're no. talking about now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I pick up what you're putting down. Please um, do. That match, Please do. That match, <laughs> that <laughs> match, that match is... I, I hope that's the only uh, Big Show Paul White No BS uh, match we're going to see. But that's the only match you want to see, is Shaq versus Cole, your face. Stop doing this to me. Uh, <laughs> um, uh, yeah, Shaq versus Big Show. It's been built up in WWE for fucking years. It never happened. And Can't wait. AEW are potentially, but we all know, are going to put it on. Uh, Cole, you, I, I, I don't know how you stop yourself from talking. Go for it. Whatever you've got to say. Go for it. Okay, so I don't think they should go all the way Kaiju Big Battle, but (laughs) they should have whatever they can do to make them look even bigger than they are. So it can be a weapons match, but you have small chairs. Tiny ring. Tiny ring. Tiny ring. Tiny ring. How tiny are we going? A little um, Smith's toy shop one? Literally one of them (laughs) smash it under their foot. And if it's still um, no crowd, add sound effects. Wait for Godzilla versus King no, Kong to no, drop. No. Wait until you've got crowds. They're coming back. They're coming back. Wait till you've got crowds. You reckon wait for crowds? Okay. Don't yes. worry about Don't worry about the sound effects then, because it would have been illegal one, anyway. I was going to say rip the sound from Godzilla versus King Kong, which is going to be a copyright no, do issue. Do that as well. Do that as well. Do that as well. <laughs> Have it playing over. So the crowd are like, what is this? <laughs> it's in like 7200 surround sound <laughs> into it into it it's just a random number of speakers I've made up in the build up to that they should have a uh, Marco stunt versus Big Show feud thank you that was the other one I was going to say That's a, oh, that needs to happen I've, I've seen the picture I don't need to see the match what? I don't want to see a giant 
versus the child. <laughs> okay, I don't know why you're being so boring now. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I don't. I don't want to see it. I do not want to see it. Really, Big Show throwing yeah, Marco Stunt around. Come on. I'll go on. Marco's stunt will fucking die. I'll I don't want to see a child die. You're right. You're acting like we've said <laughs> Paul White versus negative one. <laughs> you sound truly disgusted. Like, no, no, no. They're the same size. Let's not be stupid. Paul White, big show, no BS, would throw him through the ceiling uh, into the next state. And I don't right. want to see it. Okay then. What about a handicap match? He's not that Marco sure. Stunt and Fucking negative hell. one versus uh, the Big Show. Oh, wait. Why do I really want this match to happen? Oh, because you're a fucking weirdo. <laughs> no, it's negative one. It'll be a Christmas special match, and you got Big Show uh, in his in the role as Santa Claus, like in Jingle All the Way. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Mitch, oh, well. go on. Tell us you don't want that. I'm back in. I'm back in. I'm You're back, back in. in. Now we've inserted negative one. No, negative one can't wrestle yet. No! Choice. I'm back in because he's dressed up as fucking Santa, you arsehole. Right, Marco Stunt <laughs> has tag team friends anyway. You, he can't use Luchasaurus though because that's silly because he's big anyway. But you could handicap. You could have Jungle Boy and Marco Stunt versus Big Show. But... Then Big Show's like, no, I've got a Hall of Famer friend. So, I'm going to buy it from what you're putting down. Um, Big Show, or sorry, Paul White, no BS, uh, put out <laughs> on one of his... Um, I on... love that his full name now is Big Show, <laughs> yeah. no, Paul White, no BS. No, 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 no. Always, Paul White, Big Show, no BS. Um, <laughs> said as quick as possible, so no one knows what order it's in. <laughs> So he did say on one of his on-camera pieces that at Revolution, there is going to be, and I'm going to butcher what he said exactly, but he said that there was going to be a Hall of Fame level or Hall of Fame, uh, Hall of Fame level, right? Hall of Fame level. Level, Hall of Fame level wrestler that is going to be debuting at Revolution. So first thing I've got to say before you put your little finger up, Carl, <laughs> is, um, is um, as always with the internet wrestling fans who've been messaging legit Hall of Famers being like, are you coming in? Are you coming in? No, they said a Hall of Famer level, you fucking idiots. Um, Carl, what are you saying? It seems like he survived the backdraft. It's KG Muto. <laughs> oh um, please wait did he did he say wwe level right he definitely was, did no. not no 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 bs no. so all he said all he said <laughs> was a hall of a hall of fame level wrestler never yeah. alluded that it was x wwe right now i'm thinking no. about it i'm hoping he said wrestler Oh mate, Could I really want to see the fucking. I really want to see the transcripts of it, so we can really knuckle down. Because every everyone has said like, oh, it's not like Tony Khan's like, it's not what you think. So it's just like, well, what does that mean? It's fucking anyone you wanted to bring in. He, li- he didn't say which Hall of Fame, so I reckon it's Run DMC. Oh, in all right, back in, <laughs> back in. You got Cindy me, Cindy Lauper. 
Oh, also back in. Yeah. <laughs> I was about to shit on it, and now you're like, those Hall of Famers? Done. Ah, oh, what a rumble that would be. Well, I'm sorry, rock, uh, rock and Roll Hall of Fame Rumble. We can't use the term Rumble. Uh, it's been copyrighted by WWE, so you need to think of a new name, Cole. The Rock and Roll <laughs> Hall of Fame. Chucky Outie over top rope. Right. Uh, <laughs> Rambo. Of, uh... <laughs> First Chuck, uh, Rambo, part one. Perfect. (laughs) (laughs) But not. Rambo's not involved, so it definitely doesn't work. Um, (laughs) So they've signed Sylvester Stallone, is that what we're all agreeing on? Yep. Yep. 100%. But only as Rambo. Only as Rambo. (laughs) And then the second uh, Hall of Famer entrant is obviously Rocky. And he has to be both. It's going to be Mankind at the Royal Rumble 1998 all over again. The three faces of Stallone. <laughs> Sold. Yes. Yeah, I want it. What's the third face? Right. Stop Stallone. Just mother- Stallone. St- it's no, st- just Stallone. St- stop or my mother will shoot. Oh, oh Stallone, Stallone coming out of his mum. Oh, his mangled ass face. That'd be amazing. <laughs> Wow! Wow! Right, brought it back down. And do you? Right, <laughs> is that it? No. Who do, do you guys think it's going to be then? Just told you. Oh really, Cindy Lauper? <laughs> and Stallone. Do you, have you not thought about? It? Was there nobody that thought? I I, I just think Muto. He's old and good, isn't he? Uh, I I am swaying towards Kurt Angle. Oh, but also not all because he can't wrestle anymore yeah but I don't want him to wrestle I'm really enjoying his podcast uh, and I want him to carry on doing that <laughs> I don't want him to wrestle what I thought, about, you, I, thought um... you... <laughs> I thought you were suggesting he comes out and does his podcast in <laughs> during yeah. revolution yeah fair enough yeah well I'm gonna I'm gonna listen anyway so yeah two birds one stone watch revolution <laughs> listen to his podcast that would I've really got a couple of hours JR. extra in a day <laughs> <laughs> JR's trying to focus on AEW talent. He's got angle in his ear talking about just random two thousand matches. Sold. Fully I'm fully back in this. Obviously everyone's thinking CM Punk, but No. They I, they, I, they wouldn't they couldn't build it up like that. They wouldn't no, no, I'd, 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 I'm I more inclined to think it'd be someone like Batista. He's is he not is he not got a legends contract? Is he? I, I don't, don't know. know. I mean, I I saw a bunch of he's he's come out, uh, not like that. He's come out on on online <laughs> like Eve on. and said, <laughs> "Wait, leave it, leave it." Um, he's uh, said online that um, no, it, it isn't me. Um, like he's categorically said no, it, it's oh, okay. not. But then I really thought that I honestly thought he had a Legends contract. But then maybe that last appearance he had was a one-off. I don't know. I don't. I don't. Maybe it is Muto then. What's Rob Van Dam up to? No, I don't, he... I don't. I think he's he's in in the mix because he's not. I don't think he's officially uh, Impact anymore. 
Is Scott Steiner exclusive anywhere? To end, I know he's popped up in NWA. The best thing about this is this podcast is going to be out by the time that... Um, no, it's not. You, Whoever listens to this now, you've got a couple of hours before you find out. Yeah. So you can really see how uh, how completely off fucking target we are. Well, yeah, we, we will see, won't we? So, legit-wise, I'm saying Kurt Angle. Carl, you're saying... Uh, yeah, Mutai, over from... The old uh, Barish, what are you saying? I haven't really got any ideas, but I'll stick with Batista. Why not? Fuck it. Right, we'll find out next episode who won. Well, you won't. You'll find out at <laughs> Revolution <laughs> who won. Tell, don't but watch Revolution and just wait a week. No, 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 just wait a week because this is really where the wrestling happens. <laughs> um... <laughs> um Right, we were. I've got in my chat notes. We we're going to talk about the explosion match. We did this to death the other week, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, it's going to be amazing. Is it? Yeah, it's going to be sick. Don't, Cole. Don't make me do the same <laughs> rent again. Isn't it a bit much? Do you know what I mean? <laughs> There's a Hall of Fame <laughs> level person, maybe a wrestler, maybe not. Uh, joining the Big Show Revolution or <laughs> Big Show Paul White no BS correct That's I it. also think it's a set, meant to be a separate person in the TBA spot of the ladder match or so I saw it on the internets and the internets can't be wrong so who's in the who's in the ladder match uh, this ladder match is Cody Rhodes with Arn Anderson Scorpion Sky, Penta, mm-hmm. Lance Archer, and Max Caster. Can I just pop out there, uh, because everyone that's listened, which is four people, um, know that I will think, why the fuck is Penta in a this match? Why is Penta not challenging for... Can you imagine a three-way exploding bar wire death match? Oh, God. I'll leave that there. Um, <laughs> do you think because I was going to say they could always do that in the future but do you think AEW are waiting to see if the barbed wire match actually wins people round no no I, I think and they and Moxley uh, pretty much said this after the last Omega match uh, what was it the, the unsanctioned lights out match yeah they everyone was like and I enjoyed the match. It was very gimmicked for wrestling, but that reminded me of how WCW used to do matches like this. Um, and everyone, a lot of fans were like, oh, yeah, I loved it, but you can't do that too often. And they basically said, yeah, we're, we're not going to do it that often. This isn't every week a hardcore match. It's a big uh, blow-off match. And they have waited a year. And I think they even said, which is weird, uh, we'll wait a year. Um, so I, I I think it's going to be their thing where it's in their repertoire, but it just won't be a match they do on Dynamite, which I'm fine with. Hmm. Right? Yeah. 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 Save it for the pay per views. Yeah. yeah. I've truly realised, but so not every pay per view. Yeah. Those are some pretty big names in that ladder match. Um, <laughs> yeah. To to understand. So actually, TBA is going to have to be a pretty big deal. Well, he's going to be the Hall of Famer. Yeah, he's going to, he's going to have to be then, yeah. 
So it's the hurricane. Oh, mate. Uh, do you know what I do want to see on AEW or just somewhere? Just random, random wrestling news. Speedball Mike Bailey is allowed back into the America. Oh, why was he? Why was he not allowed in? Uh, it was a visa thing. No, oh, right, right, right. He's Canadian, isn't he? So I remember there being a thing about it, and I couldn't. I, yeah, I couldn't remember. What, I'm sure it wasn't. I'm get- uh, Nonsgate. No, 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 no. Just that he, um, I, I imagine he just didn't get a work visa. Mm. Popped into America, got caught, and then you get a five-year ban. Yeah. Oh. But somebody pointed out on the internet that it's been five years. Smash it. Five years this yeah. month. Any pops? I mean, he's not going to be the level of name to smash the, no, the no, Hall of Famer level. No, could you <laughs> straight, straight in the Hall of Fame. I, I, and who knows where he would turn up? I'm just saying, I'd like to see him in AEW. I think he'd fit in there nicely. Yeah, AEW seems like the the most obvious thing because there's enough people that they know, they know indie and they they know underground. I mean, not like WWE don't, but they're more likely to take those sort of people on board and really give them a chance. So, yeah, plus our, he's yeah. worked with DDT a lot, hasn't he? And so you got that connection. True. Uh, that's that. Should we get onto this playlist? Oh my god, please. Because <laughs> <laughs> there's a lot to talk about and not a lot of time. Um, there's as right, much time so is... as we need for this. Because this is the bit that I actually care about. Right, well we shouldn't have spent an hour and a half talking about fucking modern day wrestling then. Right. <laughs> right, to get into it then. So, this is the last of our three episode series where each of us have um, put forward our four or five match playlists of stuff that we've, uh, we want the boys to watch uh, because we love it, because we think it's underrated, because we fucking hate the other boys and we want them to sit through a shit match. Um, or we just think it represents the best of wrestling. Um, and I think this round, all three of us have been, well, cold, cold it, but I think most of us generally have put, um, put our best foot forward and put some good shit in. Um, we will no undoubtedly do this again in the future. Um, but from next week, we're going to have a, some different shit to chat about. But this week... Is Mr. Fucking Joshi himself, Barish. Um, sick playlist. Love it. I, I'm so, I generally am seriously excited to get into it. Like I said, I was super ill for half of the week. Some of these matches I ended up watching three times and I still don't know what fucking happened. <laughs> um, but don't let that sway you. The matches are still sick. So, to get into it. First match on Barish's card is um, Akira Hokoto versus Manami Toyota. Uh, it was at AJW Destiny 1995. Like I've said to everyone else, uh, why the fuck have you chosen this, Barish? Well, for starters, I knew you would cover a, a good chunk of classic american wrestling in regards to like wcw wf ecw and i knew new was going to cover the grounds with like the uk stuff 
and maybe mm-hmm. like post 2000s American stuff and I had to represent some of the uh, Joshi side of wrestling so starting oh, off yeah. I could have picked so many there were so many mm-hmm. different matches from both either Akira Hokuto or Manami Toyota um, but I just went for like a classic that I've watched many many times from 95 Uh that period of time as well was sort of a. I think nineteen ninety five for Manami Toyota was huge. Like after the two years preceding to that, uh, Ajikong was basically unstoppable. She had the big title the entire time. Um, Toyota manages to beat her in March of that year, and then ends up losing it to another. I think she loses it back to Kong actually um, and then it's basically AJW at that time was dominated by monsters so you had Ajakong and Dynamite Kansai, Kansai from JWP um, and then it all boils down to a point where Manami Toyota is trying to regain her position as ace of the company and mm. her biggest obstacle at that time is Akira Hokuto, who's just come back. Uh, she was like touring Mexico, touring America, like she was in WCW, and she'd fully transformed into the character everyone knows her best for as the Dangerous Queen. Um, so this match was, despite it not being a title match, beating Hokuto was the only way for Toyota to propel herself back into that ace level and back into the title picture the match itself do i talk about the match itself or do i let you boys go, talk about dude, it go for it say what say what you need to say man to boil it down it's two of the greatest wrestlers pulling out 60 minutes worth of really dangerous action fucking rocket in the background going down my right <laughs> what was that i don't know what was that one of Elon Musk's. Fuck it, no, that's that sounded weird as shit in headphones. I don't know what the <laughs> yeah. fuck that was. Oh, proper through me. That's uh, that's AEW <laughs> testing out the explosions on the uh, barbed wire deathmatch. <laughs> they sound like that. I think I'm in. I'm not yeah. sure. Maybe. <laughs> Should I start that bit about the match again? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> So the match itself is two of the greatest wrestlers of all time, uh, pulling out 60 minutes worth of really dangerous spots within 20 minutes. Uh, It's high spots right from the beginning, even before the bell sounds. Loads Mm -hmm. of brutal table spots on what looked like reinforced versions of the already like tough as nails Japanese tables. Like fucking concrete. Yeah. What the fuck, man? Uh, It's just... And the atmosphere as well. This like classic '90s Joshi is amazing. The crowds are amazing. The during this match is no different. They're going absolutely mental for both. And I think by towards the end, it starts off as a Toyota heavy crowd, but towards the end, it's a fairly split crowd. Uh, just an absolute barn burner between the two. What was Yuzi's opinions on it? Oh, a roller coaster for myself. 
a very um, very tiring 20 minutes because whew, let's start at the beginning press play on the link you've got this this colorful presentation nice nice happy music I'm going now. Oh. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Not happy music. That was a fucking banger. Oh that yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, we're going to. We're yeah. sick. <laughs> Kira Hokuto's theme is the one. Yeah, so good. And just yeah, just that was all good stuff. Um, and then straight away a jump from well, pretty much straight away, like they get into it. There's a jump from the turnbuckle, and then um, I love the. The, there's some good camera work there because full costume change obviously it was just <laughs> you take off the outer layer but I was like oh colourful um, it's it was brutal I know you used the word brutal but in my notes I've just put most brutal match on any of our playlists question mark that, that <laughs> yeah. question gets answered later on in this but yeah it was just everything was brutal. You don't need. Oh, yeah. I, I, there was a German suplex, and I've seen many. We all have. <laughs> that just made me sad. Oh, it seems impre- I've I've seen many. I've seen <laughs> many a German. Yeah. Um. <laughs> I felt like I'd seen my first one ever. It was hideous. Can't just drop people on the heads like that. And not sorry, not a drop, right? The German suplex for anybody that knows, you lift somebody, you drop them behind you. And plant them. It's not a backwards power bomb. Vicious. That's another word I would use. Brutal and vicious. The table that we've already talked about. <laughs> why is it what's that about? It doesn't why? That's so <laughs> solid. So solid. True. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Surely harder than and I Mitch likes to bring up his school tables. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like genuinely, whatever tables they were using were reinforced with concrete. It wasn't just wood, uh, steel, and and building fucking apparatus. It was concrete as well. It was fucking crazy. And none of it looked flashy. There was a reverse Rana that what. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just reliving it all. Reverse <laughs> Rana that normally, you know, you see it as a one fluid backflip motion. This was, no, no, no. If I, if I slow it down, I can just slam your head straight down into the mat. I thought I was about to see a reverse Rana through a ring. And the physics of that shouldn't work. I would just say, as well, the most relieving move for me was the sharpshooter. It was just a nice break from the murder. <laughs> <laughs> My main thing to say is I... I was really looking forward to to Barish's playlist because I knew it would be really Joshi central, and um, I don't watch a lot of it. And obviously, you you, you two both know that. I think mm-hmm. me and Carl don't watch loads and loads. No. Um, there's lots um, fucking loads, evidently, of a night where Barish got drunk as shit and played by played <laughs> our WhatsApp group <laughs> with his event, and I fucking loved it. Um, <laughs> that was a good time. I still don't watch that much, and and it, like Barris, this is definitely, definitely your forte. Um, but what I have seen, fucking like it's it's always, I don't know. It's almost like when when Cole you were saying about like the reverse runner. It's almost like how how do you do a move and make it not only look like it fucking hurts, 
but probably make it hurt. Like mm. every every Joshi um, uh, clip I've seen is just I don't actually give a fuck about you. I'm just gonna do this move, and if you fucking get broken bones or get knocked out <laughs> or whatever, I don't actually give a fuck. Um, and I'm not, I'm not, dude. I'm not saying that that's the way it is. I'm just saying the clips that I've seen, I've always been like, it's beyond brutal. It's it's almost how 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 do you make wrestling look the most legit you can possibly do? And then you got a match like this fucking motherfucker, and it's just like, oh, just spot after spot. Um, uh, yeah. From 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 the entrances, um, I totally enjoyed the the Adams family entrance. Um, <laughs> was a part of my notes. Um, I very much enjoyed the evening gown flip off the the, the, the top turnbuckle. Um, and then my notes sort of like f- fucking flurried off into just what, how, who the fuck. What? My, Why do I watch wrestling again? Yeah, my mine <laughs> did the same because um, I got one here. I've just put you can't lift. You you can't lift on your neck. Your neck hurts too much. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, if you get if you spend ten plus minutes being dropped on your neck, don't try and lift someone up for. What even is that? Because if you have got someone sitting on your shoulders facing forward. An electric chair drop is forward, isn't it? You would lift up your yeah. opponent and throw them forward. So what's if you just drop backwards? Oh, that's um, that's a finishing move. Um, you're talking about uh, Manami Toyota, yeah? Yeah, yeah, yeah. When when it looked yes, like it was the... going to be the end, and then it wasn't. It was just like the start of a comeback. <laughs> if I remember correctly, that move was called the Ocean Cyclone Suplex. Okay, so and that's uh, that's a Manami Toyota one. So you know it hurts because there's a lot of words, um, <laughs> and, and the more words that go before suplex, the more pain than it is. Yeah. But you could just um, yeah. even that was like, oh, that would be the end. Oh, I can breathe. No, I can't breathe. There's more wrestling. <laughs> yeah, it's brutal. Dude. So good though. Uh, absolutely banging! It definitely Incredible. it started off the bearish playlist exactly as I expect you to. Banging! Up next on the old Barry playlist is the unofficial name. Um, <laughs> is the current is the current blast exploding bat death? Fuck! I'm trying to read. I know the words. <laughs> I just can't read them. One more time. Current blast exploding bat death. Tag team match. Got there. So Io Shirai, uh, Tam Nakano um, versus Aedo Tai uh, at the Stardom Dream Slam in Nagoya. A bit more current. What year would you say this was? You know what? For the life of me, I can't remember. I've, I want to say... 2018 sticks on my head. Tw- yeah, 2018. Might be wrong. But, yeah. So... Way, way, way more current. Um, obviously, Io Shirai is currently NXT um, uh, stalwart, doing really well. Um, uh, and it was really interesting watching this match because I really thought at the time 
that the exploding match for AEW was actually billed as an exploding bat death match. That's my bad. It wasn't. Um, but I was just watching this being like, I fucking... It, FMW have done so many, so many good matches. Um, and exploding bad death matches are not their best matches. But I love all of them because they're so fucking stupid. <laughs> to have a bat that's attached to a cable that's then attached to, I don't know, explosives slash the mains. <laughs> it's just <laughs> yeah. the, the best gimmick. I fucking love it. Anyway, right, I'm chatting on like a dickhead. Barish, why did you choose this match? Uh, you kind of alluded as to why I selected it because it's got those FMW vibes. Um, Tam Nakano herself was actually in FMW for a stint. Like la- latter FMW, the f- it's called something else. Uh, like mm. post twenty fifteen FMW. Uh, yeah, and her mentor was none other than Atsushi Onita. Oh shit! So the whole idea, the whole story behind this match is Tam Nakano was originally in the the group Puedo Tai with uh, her opponents in this match. She loses a match which forces her to leave Wedo Tai. And instead of like, t- being sad for her loss, her teammates basically kick the shit out of her. So <laughs> there's like a grudge match uh, going on between Tam and her former uh, tag team members and Io Shirai's mm. in the mix because she's feuding with Kagetsu at the time. Tam Nakano as a side note, might be the most interesting woman in pro wrestling. Uh, oh, yeah. Because she started off as an idol, has martial arts experience, and a license in pyrotechnics. Oh, what? Here we go. And then somehow <laughs> segued into FMW beneath the tutelage of Anita and then joined Stardom. Holy, and, I mean, that's almost the best <laughs> upbringing into wrestling, especially like, an FMW chapter. You can't write that. But, I mean, this match utilised it really well because the the whole idea of the feud was Tam Nakano was, like, uh, saying, I'm going to bring up my former life in this match. And it was her idea to make it an exploding death match. Mm. So the match itself is interesting because Stardom had never done anything like this up to this point. Um, So the crowd didn't really know what was going on, which I found quite funny and entertaining. And Io Shirai, I think it was more uh, she was selling it as uh, she didn't want to do the match. And it's the Mm. same with uh, Natsu Sumiya as well. Um... But the match itself easily could have fallen into uh, being just a gimmick match. Yeah. With, like, uh, no decent wrestling. Instead, I thought it was like a, a main event standard match with the addition of the higher risk elements of the exploding barbed wire bat. Mm. Uh, didn't rely on the gimmicks too much. Because mm. uh, you still had Io and Kagetsu like doing the mental high spots all throughout the match, 
and they built to the bat as well. Um, yeah. So there was the the tension building was really good, and when they actually used the uh, the bat, they didn't skimp on the explosions. <laughs> Fucking hell, no! Holy shit! Which is where I'll hand it over yeah. to you, lads. Faults. We felt like the first. So, forget. Like, correct me if I'm wrong. I'm pretty certain the first uh, person to take the bat was Io Shiraya. Yep. Who got uh, a big old fuck off explosion, and then was like, "Got to go back. Got to go to the back. Yeah. Uh, I need to get patched up." Uh, clearly that C4 bat has exploded my innards <laughs> and then I need to pop out back and get it blasted um, now that Barris has explained God. the crowd to me um, I like yeah. I, I liked the um, whatever you would call that room they were in like a nice little gym it reminded me of Brixton's recreational centre my point being you can hear all the crowd and it's all echoey so the bat goes mm-hmm. off, the ref dies. <laughs> <laughs> you can hear the concerned chatter and it goes on for a while. The match is yeah. carried on, but the crowd are like, what have we just seen? Are we supposed to be here? Has, yeah. a, has a crime been committed? <laughs> like, What's going on? Just all this panic. And it really did, after all that build, it does actually pay off to not just feeling gimmicky. That feels like a total change in, in tone for the match. It was this wrestling mm. match. There was fun dodges. There was even pinfalls before the bat had been used. I was getting quite... Mm-hmm. I was like, surely they'll use it. This would be really disappointing. Or is someone going to like sneak a pin and then that's like their way yeah. out of actually using the bat. But no. Yeah. They, Easiest way to get out. Yeah. yeah, they build up to the bat. It does happen. And, we, and like you say, when it does happen, it just yeah changed everything. It was scary. <laughs> so that was perfect. Uh, I like the fact you have to start it with a button because that just causes more shenanigans. So good. It's yeah. so good. Like, you pick it up and you're just like, I mean, this bat hurts, but, but actually, let me just yeah. pop over pop over there and smash that button. Yeah, exactly. And I'm really going to fuck you up. <laughs> <laughs> that, to me, that, like, that whole extra weird gimmickry is so the epitome of why I love FMW. It's that, like, you've got to get something and then press a button and then wrestle about a button before I don't know that whole thing <laughs> love it that's pure Anita to me um, God fucking bless him oh yes anything will allow sirens <laughs> Oedo Tide seemed to try to be really heelish and taunt the crowd and all sorts but the crowd love it yeah <laughs> so try and taunt them and the crowd like yeah taunt us taunt us do it <laughs> a widow tie like um, similar in regard to LIJ I suppose like LIJ are all anti-establishment and hills in their own rights but everyone loves them yeah yeah same difference weird, weird middle ground okay. and hugely yeah. popular as well the interview at the very beginning was eerie <laughs> <laughs> just because, because, because um, I don't know. They were just so they were like happy to be there, but they weren't talking as if there was they were about to go into an exploding bat match at all. They were talking, I don't know, as if they were there to accept some kind of award. They're like, yeah, really happy to be here. Yeah, there'll be explosions. Yeah, we're going to hurt the other team. 
but the general tone of just a relaxed, I don't know, it was weird. Freaked me out a bit. I'm used to, you know, you take... Whenever, whenever there's a big American kind of... A, any kind of gimmick match, whether it's Elimination Chamber, this um, the explosive barbed wire thing coming up, they sell it as if, you know, you have John Moxley saying, like, oh, it could be my last match ever, it could be the last thing I ever do, I hope it's all been worth it. Mm. So just to have these four women go, yeah, yeah, explosions, yeah, yeah, they're going to happen soon. <laughs> <laughs> but not not overdoing it, they weren't, like, overly happy about it, like, in a sadistic way, but just a calm, like, yeah, that's what's about to happen, we're here to do it. Glad to be here. That's what I love about those uh, stardom promos, but they seem very on the fly. And like, oh, we're going to go and wrestle in five minutes, but quickly stand in front of this camera and uh, just say something. And yeah, pretty much. That in that interview, you get uh, was it Nats Kagetsu building up her partner Natsu, saying, "Oh, it's a big homecoming for Natsu. This is where she's from." And uh, she's like, "Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm definitely not scared. I haven't got any friends or family in attendance, but uh, yeah." <laughs> <laughs> Right, my, I've got to ask it, and it, obviously it's directly to Barish. So, one of the reasons why for so long I was not not ever put off, it was more that I just saw some stuff that was like, oh, okay, I, I don't know if Joshi's for me. What? <laughs> the the uh, dancing intros. What's that about? <laughs> <laughs> um, a widow tied oh, love a shit. bit of a dance. Can <laughs> <laughs> we just? Ign- I nearly used my that's just wrestling thing, but I'm not gonna. <laughs> for that <laughs> shit, you seriously use it for that? <laughs> no, that's why more controversial okay. things said tonight than that. Oh, <laughs> A weirdo tie uh, generally do a little dance before the match. It was just a weirdo tie. But it went on for so long. Yeah. And I've seen numerous other uh, Josie intros and clips and stuff where it also. It's just. There must. Is there a reason specifically that there is these dancing uh, intros or am I just reading into something too much? After. I suppose there's there's elements of idol culture in it, like everyone's got their right. own own right, sort right, right. of entrance gimmick, be it some sort of dramatism or dance or something. Like Tam Nakano, yeah. I mean, when she came running in, she had the bat, but normally mm-hmm. she used to have a sword and she'd do like a sword dance sort of routine on the way into the ring, but she had to right. stop doing that because of certain health and safety issues. <laughs> Did she cut someone's head off? It's not been reported, but I like to think so. <laughs> <laughs> right, sold. That, that said, it. they've given her a, a what's that big uh, spear axe thing called? A halibut? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, she's got one of those now. Oh, that's fine. Yeah, it's big... not bigger or scarier or pointier. <laughs> big, yeah, big, yeah. big stick. Smashed a tag team partner in the face with it the other night when I was watching that paper for you. Why not? Oh, you fucking idiot. Bam. <laughs> Fuck it. Brilliant. Loved it. So, match done and dusted. 
next one uh, is way more in my wheelhouse. Um, and it's for the FMW Brass Nux title and the FMW Independent Heavyweight title. And it's Hayabusa versus Masato Tanaka at the FMW Neo 1998 event. Um, this is a match that I fucking watched to shit as a as a teen um when i finally got into um uh really got into wrestling deathmatch wrestling and specifically japanese deathmatch uh fmw is the thing i went to this was around the time that this sort of match, well a couple of years later but this was a, a high prevalent um tape traded match uh it was a brilliant and I'm chatting too much for someone that isn't my playlist. So, Farish, <laughs> why did you choose this? For that very reason. Like, around, I mean, around the same time I was getting tapes and, like, discovering companies like FMW and Hayabusa and Masato Tanaka through the segue of ECW why I picked this particular match because one, I wanted an FMW match and two, I knew you were going to yeah. pick a Masato Tanaka match in ECW. So I steer cleared of ECW. <laughs> uh, this, this match is during Hayabusa's first proper reign as double champ. He did mm -hmm. win it originally back in 95, but had to drop it because of injury. So he gets a good run of like five, six defences, but I think this is my favourite match of that run. Um, match itself, slow build at the beginning, lots of like meticulous mat wrestling where they're focusing on each other's specific limbs. So you got uh, Hayabusa focusing on Tanaka's arms so he can't perform his power moves and... Uh, lariats and rolling elbows and in the same instance you got Tanaka attacking the legs of Hayabusa so he can't do his high flying finishes slow at the beginning but as soon as it hits the halfway point they just start throwing bombs and everything looks like it's going to be career ending <laughs> at one stage Tanaka ragdolls Hayabusa off the top rope uh, in like a reverse oh vertical suplex I mean that's the only way I can descri yeah. describe it as and there's one really good point where he uh, catches Hayabusa from a springboard something or other and just grabs him into a power slam he thinks he's going to put oh, like I thought he's going to put him through the, the mat uh, Hayabusa is diving all over the place straight into the front row of what must be the most packed out Kurokan Hall I've seen ever um, yeah, that shit looked fucking rammed. Holy fuck. No guardrails, just an extra two rows of people. <laughs> uh, and, uh, yeah, they that's just... That's softer. It's definitely softer to land on two <laughs> rows of people than a guardrail. But they, they spent the, the best part of the match dumping each other on top of each other's heads, doing thunder, mm -hmm. fire, slams, bombs. It's bombs. Onita's move. I'm assuming there were shout outs to Onita. Mm. Um, and I just love FMW. 
Hell yeah, representing with your own fucking hoodie, you motherfucker. <laughs> um, yeah, fucking beautiful. Do you know what weird? It was stupid. I fucking launched into it before um, that you had a go. But it, yeah, it's. I think me and you came about wrestling the same way, and it was like tape trading in, in the late 90s, early 2000s sort of era. And. I don't know, it was this era of FMW that made me really go, I fucking love wrestling. Yeah. Wrestling is stupid, it's fucking insane. Um, and I think after watching numerous things, especially more recently, and you look at a match like this, to me it's like, like you say, the first half is pure, pure old school wrestling. Limb manipulation, um, targeting limbs, trying to take shit out, but then when it switches, psh, all bets are off. It's a fucking all-out hardcore FMW match. It's like it's such such a best of both worlds. Such uh, to me, the height of FMW in the big big title matches, what they did so well, which is a bit of everything. I think uh, ECW when um, they were in the height, they definitely borrowed. A lot from FNW title matches, um, in terms of the, you wouldn't so much get the half of the match, which would be joint manipulation, but you would get half the match, or you'd at least get a lot of the match where there would be a lot of uh, genuine wrestling going on, yeah. with the added element of chairs, tables, and all the rest of that bullshit. Um, that just. Just to me, I can't gush over fucking this period of FMW and this period of wrestling enough. This is the reason why I fucking love wrestling. Um, and I knew you'd pop it in your playlist. I'm glad you fucking did. Love this shit. Um, that's me. Uh, sucking everyone's dick enough. <laughs> Goal. What are you saying? Hayabusa. Two belts. I need a closer look. I. This is just a... I made a note but this is just for myself to get a closer look at the one that he had around his waist it looked cool that was my first thing right. I noticed They're, I don't know what one you're talk, referring to but there's one of them which is literal rip off of the NWA title <laughs> nah it looked like it had quite a lot going on but it just didn't look I don't know I'd see a better look at it <laughs> from the stream I was using alright <laughs> cool I want to say that was the brass knucks that's a bit more of an elaborate belt. It looked elaborate, mm. and I just wanted to see what the details were going on, because I couldn't really see on the stream. Uh, but that doesn't really have much to do with the wrestling, which was really good. I haven't seen many Hayabusa matches, or really that many. Oh, come on. What? Educate <laughs> yourself, sir. Educate yeah. yourself. Get I've seen that. some. I've seen some, not many. Uh, so I, I would say I haven't seen enough, though, to be like, oh, this is his type of wrestling, so I would expect this from a match. But from this match, I saw just everything just looked silky smooth. It was nice. He's a joy. Yeah. He's a joy to watch. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Just hit <laughs> the leg drop back over the ropes, back into the ring from the apron. Just so smooth and beautiful. It just makes everything look easy. That was it. The rest of the match, I sat back and just enjoyed it. Yeah, I, I think I agree with you. It's, it's one of those matches where it's really hard to take notes for you just sit there and you watch it and you just go this is why I fucking love pro wrestling absolutely yeah it was just exactly that it was just, just a great match so good Tanaka's so great good. 
if, like me, the listeners haven't, don't know much about either wrestler, it's a good starting point. Yeah, yeah, yeah agreed, sure. agreed. So anyone, yeah, yeah, it's a good to, idea. To anyone that's a similar uh, situation to Cole and hasn't seen many much FNW, start here. Um, also, any match you can see of Hayabusa is worth a go because every every match is amazing. Um, Sato Tanaka as well. Um, he's done very little to uh, go wrong, but. If Carl says it, I'm obviously going to go in and be an arsehole. Um, <laughs> because that's just what we do. Carl, Carl is going to go for the I know everything about pro wrestling. When he hasn't seen FMW, you know, I, you know I've got to say some things. <laughs> oh, but then, nah, I'm not going to get into it. Because then I've got to slag off FMW and I have no desire to do such a thing. Don't slag off FMW. You can slag me off. Don't slag off <laughs> FMW. It was the way that you put them in the centre of your wrestling world, and I don't. I don't know. Sorry, I just don't. <laughs> Sorry, one. I think Sorry? one. I think it's disingenuous from you. I don't think they are the centre of your wrestling world. Didn't say that. Didn't <laughs> say they were centre of my wrestling world. I said they were centre of my wrestling world when I got into wrestling, and when I was tape trading in ninety eight, ninety nine. Cool. I was watching Rugrats in ninety eight and ninety nine. <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> Not ashamed of it. I cool. was a literal child. I was younger than negative cool. one. This has nothing to do with either of these wrestlers and how good this match was. But like I say, I was just taking it in. It was just a really nice... Not an introduction. I've seen wrestling matches from them both before. But uh, it was just... Yeah, you have. It was good. I mean, yeah, I've seen Tanaka. But not, you know, that that era Tanaka is a different beast. Fucking hell, yeah. It's yeah, worth yeah. pointing that exactly. out as well. Like, he obviously, he's still, you, he's still wrestling this year, you isn't can he? Also, yeah. Because he was a couple of He's still fucking wrestling yeah, yeah. right now. <laughs> as and the we only speak. thing that's different, he's got leaner. Yeah. And his hair has got slightly thinner. The guy I, uh, fucking blows my mind. I don't know what's going on. I don't know what's going on in the water in Japan. But <laughs> holy fucking shit. Like him and him and um, uh, uh, fuck Hope Barish. Who did he uh, team with in the AJPW tag team tournament? Oh, Tajiri, right? It was Tajiri. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Sick. They were boys. Um, yeah, they came out uh, in the AJPW tag tournament. To the fucking ECW music. Yes. The banner um, as well, didn't they? And came sma- out yeah, an ECW smash the flag. fuck out of it. Yeah. Love it. So, like, boys, bring him back to fucking old school. Yes. Do that shit, please. If what's great is neither of them are jobbing either. They're not like uh, yeah. the yeah. opening match of the night. Both yeah. of them are holding yeah. championship belts at the moment. Um, although I think Tajiri's lost the BJW Junior belt to Kodaka now regardless they're both like main eventers yeah. still Tajiri had a, a belt on him when I saw him a couple of years ago for it would be All Japan I think yeah 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 that was All Japan S- still smashing it but what's funny is so with Tajiri by then I knew that obviously Mitch liked wrestling 
I knew you liked Tajiri. So I remember sending you the mm. picture. Be like, look, it's Tajiri. Yeah. It's wrestling. And look, here's me yeah. and Tajiri and his belt. So I knew yeah. that one. Do you know how, or do you remember how I learned that you felt the same way about Masato Tanaka? I don't know. He was in a match against Chris Brooks. So I took a picture of, from the balcony of Corcoran Hall. <laughs> 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 just, just it wasn't even. It was just kind of one of them like, lads, I'm here. I'm in Japan. Look, I'm watching the wrestling, and you've gone. Wait, hang on a minute. <laughs> Is that Masato Tanaka in the ring? And I've gone. <laughs> oh wait, yes, yes, it is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Quite, quite like flippantly, but me, I mean, like, oh, I'm aware for years. Oh yeah, of course it is. Yes, yeah, Tanaka. And then you just replied <laughs> with of you being you. Just replied, fuck off. Uh, still to this day i feel the same way fuck you but why like Uh, i just i in particular enjoyed that one because it was i didn't even think anything of it i just took the picture i sent it and then you were like hold on don't just send me pictures of tanaka wrestling look at look at some wrestling i'm watching like it's not some Tanaka, you prick! Yeah, I was like, oh, <laughs> oh yeah. Like, I've seen some ECW clips. <laughs> Not even matches, oh. clips. Yeah, literally, I was like, yeah. I know, I know those shorts. <laughs> Give me a YouTube music video and I'll watch it all day. Um, yes, right. Anyway, but yeah, FMW, we all fucking love it. It's all brilliant. Um, anyone that hasn't watched it, that's listening. Stop the podcast. Go fucking watch it. Don't be crazy. Um, <laughs> but up next uh, is BJW. Uh, it's for the Deathmatch Heavyweight title in what my notes say is a Blood Rain Deathmatch. Um, it's uh, Shuji Ishikawaka. Fuck that. Absolutely. Um, <laughs> this is Takeda. <laughs> From 2013. Um, if you want to know how the names are said, just fucking wait till Barish talks. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't. I didn't have uh, any BJW in in my playlist. It was obviously going to be Barish that uh, cracked that nut first, um, and I'm very, very fucking glad that he went for uh, a Takeda match first. Barish, why'd you choose this? Well, firstly, it wouldn't be my list without at least one death match. Um, the next question was where to go and what death match to pick. I could have picked, you know, the classic sort of early two thousands BJW, or I could have selected the more current sort of stuff where Takeda was smashing it with the two titles. But. I thought I'd give good old Shuji Ishikawa a uh, a shout out because his run in the deathmatch uh, with the deathmatch title was pretty sick, and I don't think there's enough giant dudes doing deathmatch at the moment, so it was quite interesting. Dude, he's such a fucking big dude to do deathmatch. Yeah, that was my first note. As I, I didn't watch. I, I haven't seen much of his stuff. Um, Takeda, I've watched a ton. And the first thing was like, oh wait, you are very size different. This is very, very <laughs> odd. <laughs> He's fucking massive. 
it just <laughs> creates a really interesting dynamic to have somebody outsize someone that much and yeah. the fact that both of these guys as well another thing that made it interesting is that both of these guys outside of deathmatch are really really good at what they do so like mm-hmm. uh, Ishikawa's really really good with uh, like strong style power uh, house kind of wrestling currently smashing it in all Japan um, but he started off in DDT he was smashing it there uh, he was prominent in what would probably be described as their most popular stable, Damnation. Um, and then you got Takeda, who's got all the MMA experience, which he incorporates into his wrestling, which is which just makes deathmatch wrestling start a fresh take on deathmatch wrestling when someone uses yeah, MMA wicked. strikes yeah, yeah, yeah. and holds. When he starts striking, I'm always like, I just want to see him wrestle more. Is that possible? Did he wrestle more? Is there more non-deathmatch wrestling? Yeah, he he's done a match for uh, Bloodsport. Um, fuck me, Barish might help. I forget who he was against. It was... Um, oh, I've forgotten his name. Um, he was uh, in CCK for a moment. He's currently in Ring of oh. Honor. Ring of Honor. As the octopus oh, mask. Oh, Jonathan Gresham. Yes. Jonathan Gresham. Yeah, 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 yeah. He 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 did a proper obviously blood sport being um, submission or knockout. Um, dude, that match was fucking sick, and it was because it was so later on in Takeda's uh, career for US fans. I don't think many people knew that how good he was in non death match stuff. So when you watch that match, it's like. This is fucking sick. I like me personally. uh, I love deathmatch wrestlers that can do preferably um, that kind of MMA style or just the the submission stuff um, or something that isn't just I'm going to smash you over the head with a light tube. Like do that, mix it in with some technical. Yeah, 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 definitely. Boom, done. Boom and done. Anyway, sorry. I derailed you, Barishko. Uh, no, not at all. That match is insane in itself. I think that's still, to my to this day, my favourite Bloodsport match. Because I think he... Yeah. It looks as though he legit knocks Gresham out. Yeah, I think he did. Um, but, going back to 2013. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's just an interesting dynamic. Uh kind of like Awesome and Tanaka oh no less a halfway between it's like an Mike Awesome match uh, in terms of his size difference with someone say like Spike Dudley the way he's got Mm. the potential to throw him about but you can't count Spike out because of the tricks he knows yeah so you got that uh, David versus Goliath dynamic in the match Really good psychology at the beginning of the match. Uh, bloody Ishikawa coming out looking like a budget uh, road warrior with his homemade spikes. Yeah. Right, I'm gonna I'm gonna fucking chime in. Right, my my first <laughs> pretty much only note was if I was a deathmatch wrestler, I would come out in spikes 
and in armor, and I would fucking wrestle in space. Yeah. In armor. <laughs> I would have as much armor as humanly possible. And when they were like, "You ain't touching my skin," I <laughs> got fucking armor for that shit. It's uh, genius. What? Yeah. One, once it gets going, it's uh, just super bloody and gory throughout the entire thing. Uh, the crowd are going absolutely mental, like from the bell. Uh, everyone's behind Takeda, um, and it's. I think it's because he is definitely the underdog in this match. I think around about 2013, he was still trying to get a title. He was still chasing a title at that point. I don't think he'd got the BJW right. title. Not sure if he'd got the Freedoms title to work for Freedoms at that stage. So he's definitely the underdog. Uh, um, but it's wicked in that, like this match, Takeda knows he can't work with Ishikawa when he's on his feet. So he has to aim to keep him down. So he basically, his tactic is to throw everything at him and the kitchen sink, just lobbing all the light tubes at him. Um, but and then on the flip side of that you got Ishikawa who's just if he's standing up he's going to murder you like dishing out all the heavy punishment uh, running the running knees he does look insane uh, the choke slams and the shoot headbutts oh fuck yeah. right that headbutt that's a, it's like I was a rainmaker nut <laughs> <laughs> nut <laughs> Holy shit! Yeah, that's a powerful head, but properly. Yeah, I, because I can't remember what noise I made, but I definitely made a noise, whether it was a wow or a, or a, or something. I just remember being like, uh, "Rain make nope, no little little sick in my mouth," and then uh, yeah, carried on watching it. And then there's the uh, the piece the resistance in this match the uh, Splash Mountain powerbomb to the outside. Oh, so you got Takeda Jesus. who's built up this momentum. He's thrown everything at Ishikawa. He's got him down. He thinks, oh, yeah, I am just about to finish him off." And then Ishikawa just picks him up and throws him like a little baby. A and Michael sends him through some glass. Baby. And yeah, jumped that, out. My that chair was one that was a little bit deep in the match, wasn't it? So it's yeah, already yeah, yeah. they've already gone through so much. He just flings him out the ring. He's Takeda's gone from having blonde hair to bright red hair at this stage. Ishikawa's yeah, just so shit, yeah. completely bloody, mental. Love it. Ishikawa is like a final boss, isn't he? Yeah, it's like Takeda gets too oh close to him. Oh my god! Yeah, that's yeah. what it is. Yeah. It's like you can only do certain things to him to damage him. If you get too close and you haven't done those things, he will just fling you away. <laughs> so bang on. It's cut to that stage in the boss battle where he thinks, "Oh yeah, he's only got a couple, uh, couple that's points it. left yeah, in yeah, his, yeah. Uh, his his life bar. Smash those, and a new life bar's popped up." Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's one of that, it is. It's, it's, yeah. the, it's like a cut scene where it gets bigger. You think yeah. you've defeated yeah, yeah. him. No, that's stage one. Yeah. You're like, oh, oh, I've did it. I've done it. I've done it. I've done it. You're like, oh my god, he's, he's fucking back, the brick. He's bigger. <laughs> <laughs> he's growing spikes at his back for some reason. 
He's morphed into a beast that can fling me out the ring. He was, yeah, scary. Ishikawa, Takeda, thoughts? We've gone through a lot of them. I remember earlier when I said about the most brutal that we've seen so far, I just need to move yeah. it to this match. <laughs> <laughs> this this would be the one then. All the velocity and might. <laughs> of... <laughs> Was that your note? Like, oh, the velocity. <laughs> because I can't Loved think it. of another Loved word it. to... Like, like they've just thought, how? What's the quickest way to get these light tubes smashed into this guy's body? <laughs> Takeda is the Sonic to, to Ishikawa's final level boss. <laughs> just run them at him and just smash and just oh, mental. They just, even though we said they are good wrestlers, they. They're clearly just going out of their way to inflict pain. It's not as if they're like. If I was a wrestler, <laughs> if I was a wrestler, I would imagine you're thinking, "How can I win this match in as few moves as possible?" Because <laughs> like you just want to do your moves, win, and then you've got your whole career ahead of you. It's just how you should wrestle. Even with death matches, I would think the mentality should probably just be. What's the quickest way I can get to my finisher? I've got to use light tubes. I've got to use a chair. I've got to use tables. Whatever. But I'm trying to, I've, I'm trying to win a competitive wrestling match. This seemed like these two didn't care so much about that. Almost didn't know there was a match on. Just want to just be brutal and smash each other with stuff and throw each other around. <laughs> I genuinely, I'm sure at one point I was like just watching it, just not. I don't know. It didn't really feel like I was um, watching wrestling, <laughs> which is good. I don't want. I don't want to sit and watch a wrestling match and think during the wrestling match, oh, I'm watching the wrestling. <laughs> I just felt like I was watching. So what, I don't. What were you watching? I don't. Know. You tell me, because I don't know. <laughs> a street fight outside of a I don't know a South London pub where some big fuck off man wanted to kill a tiny man. Yeah. Yeah, a bit like that. But well, no, because if if it was if that <laughs> if that was the case, if that <laughs> if that was the case, you'd feel bad for the tiny man. But when the tiny man's Takeda, so so is she comes you know, the doorman. This... <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but he's picked on the wrong little guy. He's accidentally picked on an MMA, MMA little guy. MMI. 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 <laughs> yeah. Oh, right. Fucking, yeah. Uh, agreed. Fucking uh, love that shit. I've already said it numerous times. So, what's next on Barish's playlist? Right. Last up is JWP open weight title match. Um... Hariyama versus uh, Kimura for the JWP Pure Slam. No, at the JWP Pure Slam 2019. It's for the JWP Openweight title. Uh, Barish, talk to me. What's this about? Well, I had to pick one match which was like infamous for one spot. Um, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> I didn't know it was coming. Oh, so you didn't know about this spot? Was not familiar at all. <laughs> I don't know if it was better or worse. Like I, I knew what was coming. Oh, let me so tell. I, I don't know whether it was better or worse. <laughs> I love so. Even though I've talked about how brutal these matches are, I love them for that. So it's like for the same reason I would watch a horror film. I want to be horrified. That's something else, though. <laughs> um, first of all, I had to witness a hanging for some reason. Right, right, right. So I don't know we'll if we're going to give the give yeah. the history before you fucking give away the the gory details. Well. <laughs> So I'd say this match is most famous for Kyoko Kimura and what she does in this match. Uh, for anyone yeah. who doesn't know Kyoko, <laughs> she established herself as like a proper heel with a mean streak. She's recognised for doing that, that sort of hardcore style, uh, EC, almost like ECW style hardcore wrestling, high risk taking, mm. mixed with Japanese like hard hitting like strong style and brawling uh this is probably the match she's most well known for and the infamous double stomp from the Kurokan balcony onto Hariyama Jesus. who's just lying prone uh for those who don't know Kyoko also participated in a lot of death matches with uh like BJW did a bunch of co-run shows with Joshi Promotions, including JWP and others. So she has had matches with and against the likes of Abdullah Kobayashi and Yuko, uh, Yuko Miyamoto, all full-on light tube matches. And then she went on <laughs> to she went on to start them to form the most popular faction that they've ever had in Odotai. She's the OG of Fuedo Tai. Match itself. I'm going to let you... It all ties back, Barish. It all ties back. All, it's all a circle. All a circle of violence. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I can say much about this match. Uh, instead, I'm going to let you guys talk about it. What did you think? Uh... <laughs> <laughs> right, I... Let's not sm- fucking small talk it. So that balcony uh, bum, fucking suicide jump. I'd... What? <laughs> what? <laughs> it's just so. Personally, I've seen this clip so many times, and I said to Parrish as soon as I started watching it, I can't. Well, I can believe you chose it, but I'm so annoyed you made me watch it because. It makes my fucking arsehole clench every time <laughs> that, that spot is nearly happening. It's just... Right. Right. So, um, right. Who who took the move and who who was who gave the move? So, Kyoko's the one who did the double stump off of the balcony. Yeah. And probably the less fortunate of the two Hariyama is the one who took it right so so when Teoku went off I I don't know what she thought she was going to do because obviously she didn't give the double stomp but it was pure pure 
just I'm just gonna fucking from twenty foot above jump and then land <laughs> on you with so much force oh, that I don't know how you wouldn't get fucking broken ribs. Ribs are there. They're not that they're not secured. A full on human woman jumps from twenty foot above, lands on you aggressively, and then your body goes, Yeah, I'm cool. Don't worry about it. I'm fine. I'm fine. <laughs> yeah, it does. What? That jump is so fucked anyway. That jump but... <laughs> is insane. Cold. That jump is Cold. crazy. Take over. The jump is crazy. <laughs> right. So I I thought I had zoned out because I saw the jump happen and I paused it. I, I hit pause as a as a reflex. Like I, I've never done that before watching any wrestling match. I literally went ah! and paused it. <laughs> it was like I'd seen something I wasn't supposed to. You know, looking around the room, out the window. Did anyone else see me see that? <laughs> but yep so I've paused it and I've thought no I've I've missed like seen I've obviously zoned out what's happened is I don't know they've done some wrestling on the balcony and they've come down together I haven't just seen somebody jump from that balcony <laughs> to those seats so I then I do something silly I rewind it to check and I say this is silly because it's replayed from different angles after that anyway so, oh I, so God, I went so many angles. yeah so I went from not seeing it to now I've seen it about five times <laughs> and it was disgusting and it was after the the thing with the chain trying just trying to be there was a chain spot with a hanging I mean yeah that which was is a, a full-on a full a hanging, on hanging yeah forget hyperbole for a second if that had gone wrong or if it had I suppose be successful it would have caused a murder so, what was yep. going on? And I thought I thought that would be the worst bit of the match, and then the jump happened. Mental. Yeah, failed failed murder followed by actual murder. Pretty much, uh, yeah. Just how did she get back into the ring? A human person from twenty foot <laughs> has arse shunted into your ribs, and you've just gone and winded, but I'm alright. I'm all right. Let's crack on. Let's crack on. Genuine. What the fuck, man? Is JPW a, a wrestling promotion or are they a fight club? Uh, uh, JWP is no, a promotion. They're, they're a jump club and they go higher and higher and they jump further and further oh, and they just... just land arse first. Yeah, it felt... It just felt wrong to see it. It feels wrong that it happened. <laughs> <laughs> And that's why I love it. Yeah. Have, have they... Um, st- it must be the kind of thing that must come up in interviews for both participants. Is it something they regret? Something they would do again? <laughs> what? I don't know if there's been any... Uh, that's an interesting question. I don't know. I've, no- I've never actually looked further into the background of the match. Just because watching it is enough... <laughs> Yeah, I just wondered just... how people reacted at the time, because like I said, it terrified me. I can't, I honestly can't believe, forget names, I'm so into it, I think, I, I can't believe if you're going to jump 20 foot from that balcony, as you did, 
which was feet first, you wouldn't smash the fuck out of your legs. Yeah. To me, your le- your legs are broken. Done. Both of them. See you later. Good luck. But she pops up instantly. Pops just... to the ring, <laughs> and it's just like I'm gonna I'm gonna wait for her to to pop over to the ring, and I'll pin her. It's like, no, 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 no. You've just flattened a motherfucker. <laughs> you shouldn't have got up, but you did. Why don't you pop back, grab her, bring her to the ring, pin her, and, and carry on? Unbelievable. It's such a fucking mental thing to see. <laughs> I think that yeah. sums up Kyoko Kimura's career as just being double tough. Yeah. Like, I've yeah, it just how how she didn't shatter her ankles or break her legs, but instead just bowls into the ring, stands on the corner, and starts mugging off Hariyama. She popped straight back up. She landed on her legs directly. And just like, boom, let's go. I'm good. <laughs> it's crazy. I, I still, out of all of the uh, the balcony dives at Kurokan that I've seen, I think this one's still mm-hmm. the most mental. Yeah. Agreed. Agreed. I, I just don't know. First of all, how you wouldn't look at that and go, oh, actually, I might go head first. That seems safer than me going <laughs> fucking feet first because I'll definitely smash my whole leg, spine, body, and the rest of it up. It's like, oh, what, what's my landing? Oh, it's on top of a human being who's on a set of wooden bleachers. Because if you look at it that way. That she targeted so pinpoint, yeah. She was she nailed it. Yeah, I don't know. It's fucked. It's so fucked. Right, we could talk about this landing for the rest of the time. Um, I think we're done. That's it. I think we're done. I think we're done with playlists. Uh, Barish's playlist is done and dusted. It was beautiful. Um, we fucking loved it. We also sort of hated it because you brought up some real crazy shit. <laughs> <laughs> apparently, we didn't want to watch. Well, no, um, I've been saving this. Barish has killed the playlist gimmick because they were five <laughs> incredible matches that would blow people away. I think we, yeah. or like we said, we came up with the we came up with the idea and then we just spitballed off the just a whatever off the top of our heads. We quickly went right. Here's five. Here's five. Here's five. I I do not want to see Barish's five when he has time to think about it. <laughs> That's the f- <laughs> those are the five he just had off the top of his head for fun. Just, yeah, what about those? Check this balcony dive. Check that final <laughs> boss battle. Like, what? <laughs> well, um, right. From now on, then we need to make sure that we do uh, the minute think uh, for the rest, <laughs> for the rest of our playlists, have a minute think, and that's it. It's between you two. I don't. Um, I, I really don't want to oversell Barish's playlist, but I could have a year. I can't be it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm willing to give it a go if we ever need the content, but there's no way. Which wasn't the point anyway. We obviously all watch different types of wrestling and whatnot, but just got to the end of Barish's playlist and was like, "That's just the best wrestling I've seen in ages." <laughs> So that's great to hear because um, we are going to do another playlist episode series in the future. Uh, we're not going to do it for a little bit. 
So next week you can um, join us on Sunday where the episode will upload. The AEW would have had, I don't know, maybe a pay-per-view called Revolution. Maybe there would have been barbed wire. Maybe there would have been explosions. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, maybe I'm just saying shit. Maybe I'm just saying shit. It would crack me up if those barbed wires ended up not exploding. <laughs> I would love it if all of those things I just said didn't happen. It was just a wrestling <laughs> match. And everyone went, this is normal. And I was like, fuck you. <laughs> so, next week you can join us for an AEW Revolution recap. Um, we'll chat some shit. There's definitely going to be some other shit we, we bullshit about. Uh, and we've got some really fun and exciting things in the future. We've got some um, guest presenters, some guest contributors. Made that weird. Um, but we've got some good stuff coming up. Uh, you can find me at Package Pile Driver Shirts, all underscores in between. I've got fuck all for sale because I'm lazy and I don't make shirts. Uh, you can find <laughs> Carl at. KO underscore the DJ. And you can... Uh, he's got... He recommends stuff. That's cool. He's got some fucking sick uh, film recommendations, <laughs> which um, are good. And some good music recommendations sometimes. All right. It's got recommendations. You can just go and see. <laughs> They're great. Um, and then you've got Barish. Uh, Barish, what the fuck are you doing? Oh, you can find me at Death by Lariat on Instagram, and currently running a pre-order on a Brody Bruiser Brody T-shirt. Oh, it's which, tasty. Which runs until the fourteenth, so get on it because I don't have room for extras. <laughs> Mate, fucking get on it. Uh, I've already snapped up one of mine. It's got a little bit of a ooh, Master of Brutality Black Sabbath vibe. Like it. Um, if you're into stoner shit, if you're into Brody, if you're into wrestling, if you're not into wrestling and you've got a mum who's just a mum, buy it for her. She'll love it. <laughs> you're about to lose um, some pre-orders. I don't. I'm not. Barish is. No, I'm yeah, desperately but... trying to make him some. No, you're making it worse. Alright, behave. Right, anyway, uh, I love you all. I hate you all. See you later. Fuck you all. See you later. Bye. Bye. <laughs> I, was, I was so delighted. Bye. Freak. Freak. But I, I got 60 seconds to do.